Of course, Walter, what are we going to remind the people of, sir? Go to HankStrange.com. Like, share, subscribe. Buy some stuff. (laughs) Okay, go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list. (laughs) All right? That's very important. Of course, go to Safety Harbor, Firearms.com, StemParts.com. Go to KNMArms.com. We got Ken here tonight. But go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list. That's how you find out everything about us. If we get kicked off, what other platforms we're on, how you can support us, how you can get our merch. Check it out right here. Hold on, let me see. I'll go full screen on me for a sec. Boom! Patches. We got the broad. This this is the broadcast patches out there, and we got this is what I call my super suit. You know, this is like the Marvel version of Hank Strange with a laser blaster. You can get these at nice. HankStrange.com. You know, and you help support the channel. If you want to get the t-shirts, check that out. That's at Ballistic Inc. And you can go to the Hank Strange store, Ballistic Inc. We've got the Gun Nerds shirts and all that going up there. So go there. That's how to support us. Uh, Let me see. Let me get the gentleman back here. All right. You guys should know how to do this. Let's see the jazz hands, people. Come on, jazz hands. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode five. 554 554 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Our special guest tonight. Um, okay, so we got two guests. The Wait, special man. one is Walter. He's special oh, in yeah. a zing, <laughs> zing wing kind of short bus kind of special. Special K. Special K. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, I don't I don't mean that at all. Um, and then of course <laughs> we have uh, Ken McAllister of K&M Arms joining us. There he goes. There goes Ken. And Ken, this Ken has been with us since episode 15. Yeah. It's, it's written over here. When he Isn't had these... The do you remember that, Walter? He had these big, massive... I don't know. Do you, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if Walter was on that episode. I don't know. I remember I something so. about it. Ken had these humongous headphones on. He looked like he was in Star Wars. <laughs> I bet you still have those, Ken. I do. I yes. do. Those were awesome. What are you up to, Walt? I got to put some headphones oh, on. Oh, you got to put your headphones on. Okay. Also, Ken, you were in episode 223. 223. 223. So we've done some episodes. We've talked about bullpups. Of course, you're the owner of K&M Arms. How are you, sir? We haven't, I guess it's been about a year, right? Yeah, at least a year. It's been it's been a while. Oh, okay. Things are think things are going good. We're just rocking and rolling over here. All right, all right. Now you're in Arizona, so uh, let us know what's going on in Arizona with this uh, uh, the Rona, the COVID nineteen. So, How's it treating you guys? Hey, just fine. It's uh, today. It's going to be like a hundred and five. So <laughs> we're just going to kill it off. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It's going it's to die. It's not going to exist anymore in Arizona. It's right. after this week. After this weekend, over. Boom, we're done. That's right. Over. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sun is the best kind of bleach, I guess. Oh, that's right. Get me started with that bleach. You know, make the devil the heat. Burn it up. Burn it up! Yeah, I don't know if you know. Did you see that um, that mega church preacher that there's a viral video of him uh, basically doing a seance or something like that on the COVID nineteen? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't seen it, but uh, but I'm sure Walter can reenact it. Yeah, uh, probably could. Yeah, yeah. COVID nineteen. Someone COVID nineteen. Someone turned it. In. You know how when you sometimes I guess it's like a badge of honor. 
on the internets when you do some kind of speech or something and someone out there takes it and chops it up into a rap song or R&B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they did they did a version of that. But Fun. this is the particular preacher. I can't remember his name right now. Someone probably does and has the link. But this is the guy who had the big, um, he had like multiple mega jets. Mm. I don't know if you, I don't know if Ken, I don't know if you keep track of any of this kind of stuff. No, you know? I don't. I'm too, yeah. I'm too busy working. Yeah. I always say we should do the Church of the Gun around here, and then we should also get big mega jets and all kinds <laughs> of, you know, guns and stuff like that, you know, And but we're a church, so we don't pay taxes, I guess. Mm. Although, that go. would be illegal to do it for that reason. <laughs> we'll do it because we believe... We believe in the Second Amendment. In the Church of the Second Amendment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll do that. Uh, so, so um, you know, in in wh- what part of Arizona are you in? Can you tell us? Yeah, so I'm in Chandler. Chandler's just south of Phoenix, um, about okay. 20, 20, 25 miles or so from from the airport in Phoenix. Okay. So it's it's really close. The the Phoenix area is is really small i mean you can travel from one end of the valley to the other in about an hour 10 hour 15 minutes so Mm -hmm. you know it's 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 not that it's not that big of an area yeah in you know as far as population goes okay and when that valley gets hot it gets pretty hot though i've been out there yep it gets hot yeah it does right right if you're in for some reason if you go up into the mountains it's nice and cool Oh yeah, you can just go go north of here up to to Payson, um, and it's always at least 10, 12 degrees yeah. cooler um, yeah. up there. So you know when it's when it's a hundred here, it's ninety there, and it's it's really nice. Yeah. Or once, when it's uh, when it's one hundred and fifteen here, and it's only a hundred there, it's really nice. Yeah. One summer, Lola decided, you know what I'm going to do for the summer? I'm going to go to Arizona, <laughs> stay in Phoenix, yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, was like, I, never I, again. <laughs> Yeah, you you stayed in uh, like a little resort area. I had found out mm-hmm. at the very end of your stay that you were here and that you didn't uh, oh. you didn't call me. Uh oh. But but it but it was hot. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, it was hot, so I understand. Yeah, I think we stayed there so we can go to the Grand Canyon. So and up at the Grand Canyon, it was nice, but in in Phoenix it was horrible. Yep. You know, I was like, how do people survive here in the summertime? I thought Florida was, it it was kind of, it was dry, but freaking hot. Yep. It's very hot. I mean, my dad says that, uh, it's the dry heat, the kind they roast chickens in. Right. Exactly. That's pretty much what, (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty much what I felt like. So, so are you guys, is, uh, is Phoenix, uh, heavily affected by the coronavirus? No, not not really. There aren't uh, there aren't too many cases. I'm sure that come May first, the the governor is going to open things back up, and mm-hmm. um, we're going to go through the three step phase process, and they'll we'll be we'll be rock and rolling. And by by that time, it's going to be so hot here that nothing survives outside anyway. So yeah, um, so you're good. Right. So, um, have people been good in your area or are people just out like normal? What's the traffic looking like? Cause here um, where I live, I don't think people are paying any attention to any, uh, lockdown or restrictions. So it, it all depends. Um, there's a lot less traffic on the streets. I mean, the other, 
just the other day, I went uh, up into Phoenix to pick stuff up for Manadise. And, you know, I either would normally have to leave at five o'clock in the morning to go get it or wait till traffic drives down. And, you know, I just left it. 6 30 in the morning and drove right in drove right back so there's most people are telecommuting you know working Mm -hmm. from home Mm -hmm. um but as far as you know grocery stores and you know all of that kind of stuff it's it's business as usual i mean you can go to go to home depot and you know it's business as usual okay there's no is there like waiting you got to wait so only so many people can come in and all that yeah, they're they're doing yeah. that, but I've I've never I've never once waited in line to get in any kind of a store. Okay, okay, interesting. Yeah. That's good. That's and good. I and I, I'm I'm one of the rebellion ones. I I never wear a mask or wear gloves or do any of that nah. stuff. You know. Nah. Yeah. It it is it is it is what it is. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame. I know. Shame. I, I, I don't know. do I don't do it either. Shame on you. <laughs> Yeah, I saw uh, the the uh, vice president went to visit a hospital today, and they told him to wear a mask. He didn't. Everyone else was wearing one, so now they're all mad. Okay, whose life yeah. is he's taking his own? I guess. I mean, you know, if everyone's yeah, wearing they, one, whatever. Yeah, they say that. Oh well, you you should wear it because you don't want to give it to somebody else. Well, well, he's the vice president. I, I'm sure he has that special. Um, that special uh, vaccine already, so yeah, you know, probably yeah, you know the rumored vaccine of the elite, yeah, the Illuminati well, scene. No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see a vaccine ever being developed for. It. I mean, it's it's a virus. I mean, they they can't even get a vaccine for the common cold and yeah. you know everything. It's, it's else. mutating. It's mutating. I saw today they were talking about how there's different strains, multiple strains. Yep. So, you know. I mean, it's it's look, it's called life, people. You know right. that weird thing called life. <laughs> you know, it's there's you can't actually stop it. So, um, someone wants to know. Brian Quick says, "What's Ken's reaction when people say yeah, but it's a dry heat?" Yep, it is a dry heat. It's a dry it's heat. Just, yeah. it'll, it's just hot. It will kill but you, you dry. <laughs> but I would I would rather have the this dry heat. Mm-hmm. Than have your heat there in Florida or in Maryland, you know, out there on the muggy, hot, sticky. Yeah. That is that is nasty. That is nasty. I yeah. I, I do yeah. not What's like that. You can't. You can't. Your body can't. When it's so humid and you sweat, it doesn't evaporate. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So what's be- What do you guys think's better? You think it's better dry heat versus dry heat at 115 degrees? Yep. Or humidity and 90 degrees. I'll take the 115 any day. Okay. All right. I would prefer 65 degrees all year long (laughs) and zero humidity. 40% humidity. (laughs) But, you know, unfortunately, wait, wait, is there a place that has that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't know. San Diego. I mean, not San Diego. Yeah, say San Diego is pretty nice. That's not part of America. Well, if you don't mind the Mexicans and, you know, the liberals. That's, the, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, the, the communism is what I like. I, I love Mexican people, Walter. Unlike you. We don't we don't take, we're not. All right, let's, let's, let's. Any let's, 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 of Walter's. Immigrants. The immigrants. The, the undocumented. We're not taking yes. any. 
That's everywhere, Walter. That's everywhere. That's everywhere. Uh, some places closer to the border than. Right, right. So, how is your toilet paper situation? I'm just trying to get all of this stuff settled so we can move on and talk about stuff. Did you guys run out of toilet paper? No. 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 Okay. And I've never and I've never stood in line to go get any either. Okay. Do you buy your toilet paper in bulk or? Do you- Costco. Costco, okay, so obviously bulk that, bulk. Yeah, Costco, and you have to be prepared. I mean, I'm I'm not one of these per se preppers, but I have I have what I need, and mm-hmm. lock me lock me down for a couple months, and I'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, by the way, Babyface P, shout out to Babyface P. I see he's there in the chat. He could have easily joined us. Uh, Babyface P says dry heat feels like putting your head in the oven. He said over, but I'm assuming he meant oven. So um, dry heat, yeah. One, I'm not a fan of dry heat. Just a little uh, for anybody that's been paying attention to the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, toilet paper is now not the thing that's going to be in short supply. Meat's going to be in meat. short supply in some places. Oh yeah. I'm not worried pack, about meat. Pack, what do you mean? Why not? Why? Because um, when I look out my window, I see meat walking around in these packages <laughs> called. Cows. You ain't gonna kill those goats. <laughs> no, not the goats. No, not the goats. squirrels. <laughs> oh man! Don't even get me started on squirrels. The squirrels this year are huge. I've never seen squirrels this big in my life. They're squirrels the size of freaking big cats. You can eat them. Uh. Yeah, I guess that's true. That well, is true. But I see cows. When I, when I look out my window, I see cows. There's cows out there, Walter. You see the cows out Oh, I know that. You know, mm-hmm. but you shoot them. They're not my cows. Cow. Yeah, I'll be done for. Yeah. Yeah. Those, <laughs> basically, where I live, those people that live around me have firepower superiority, believe it or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. It's the country. They have been saving guns since, I don't know, 18-something. So... But yeah, yeah, that's uh, the, meat. That's there's the a meat issue. There's a meat, meat issue. Yeah. yeah. So just yeah, there, you know, yeah, there will be. It, it's so, it's gonna be it's gonna be ne- one of the next things on the list that people are starting to hoard. But well, you know, uh, it's 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 ridiculous. And I'm, I'm right it. there with yeah. you. Hank. I'm right there with you, Hank. Is you know my neighbor behind me? He's got four cows, and they're big cows too. These are not these little, you know, milking cows. Yeah. These are big yeah. Angus cows. Yeah. You know, if if worse comes know. to worse, I can just. I can see the marbled I, I meat right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, so so the problem with meat that's going on, right, Walter, is that it's not really that we don't have cows in America. Well, there's plenty. There's plenty. Yeah, we got cows, even though it's some the people, processing. Yeah, the some processing. environmentalists want to get rid of the cows. You know that to save the planet. The, green. The corporate. Gases, the corporate processing. Yeah. Well, because so people, I think there's people in the meat plants that are getting sick, right? So oh, a lot fact, of meat plants uh, two, are three hundred at one place. Yeah, so the meat plants are shutting down. Um, um, and and they've got the they've got things set up legally where it's hard for little guys to do that processed meat mm-hmm, and stuff. And mm-hmm. farmers can't you know do their own butchering and all this stuff and sell mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a racket. They've, yeah, yeah, they set yeah. Racket up pretty good. Mm-hmm, you know, it's like mm-hmm. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is a racket too. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. Uh, but does it? But so would so are you guys going out there and buying all the meat you can get your hands on? Nope. Yeah. I'm not doing I, anything different. 
Yeah. I'm probably going to stock up on a little bit. I got a freezer just in case. It's going to get eaten anyways. Yeah, if you got a big freezer, but don't go, don't go buy a bunch of meat and then and then have it spoil because you really can't, you know, eat that much meat if you can't. Right. I've got a generator and ain't gonna spoil. Yeah, a lot of this (laughs) depends on where you are. Like, I don't really think so. First of all, I know this is Florida and not Texas, but where I so I remember. Do you remember? Was it the eighties or nineties that the beef? It's what's for dinner. People sued um, Oprah. Was that the nineties? I don't know. I don't Do you know remember when somehow exactly. Oprah said something about beef, and then she, no one remembers that? Okay, uh, but, no. that's the first time I I, I. I don't think Oprah's missed a single steak in her yeah, life. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think she was eating. I don't know how she got on the bad side of the beef guys, but that's the first time I ever heard like, you know, that slogan "beef, it's what's for dinner" outside yeah. of a TV commercial, because. You know, I mean, that, that obviously was the thing that the beef industry was doing. But where where I live, those those that is like beef. It's what's for dinner territory. Oh, hell yeah. Florida's yeah. not used to be the third largest producer. I just yeah. I talked to someone the other day at the fair when we were at the fair, state fair. Mm-hmm. And she said it's not anymore. Not so much that because anymore because of subdivisions, basically. Yeah. I think Texas um, but, is number one, right? Is Texas so. number one for beef? I, I don't so. know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Arizona, does Arizona have a lot of beef? Um, not a, I mean, there's a handful of uh, dairy farms, you know, around where I live, but most of them are going away because of housing. Yeah. Damn. Um, this yeah, housing so. thing. I know. <laughs> Taking away well, all the farms. <laughs> damn people from California. No one wants yep. to live on the – well, when I talk to a lot of the farmers around where I live, they say that their kids don't want the farm life either. That's well, another problem. Yeah. You have mm-hmm. to work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. So yeah. risk. Yeah. Work. A lot yeah. of kids are like, hey, I'm not going to do this farm life out here, <laughs> you know, <laughs> slave it on the farm. I'm <laughs> going to go live in the big city. <laughs> Not Which like is too acres. bad. I think the farm life is awesome. If I wasn't doing the gun life, I'd probably be doing the farm life. Although, yeah. I think I would be worse at the farm life than the gun life. Yeah. You'd have to work. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to meet manual. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure manual. I'm that dude that will fall into the combine accidentally. <laughs> you know. Uh, probably I'll wait until technology gets good enough where I could sit in my living room and just remote control uh, sure. all the farming things, you know, have drones and stuff go out there and do everything. But for, to me, farms are awesome, you know, until you have to live on there. Like I've seen some of these, like the place where I live, I'm telling you, it's for real uh, cow farms out there. They've got thousands of acres of just cows and you can literally, Adult. you can literally Adult. smell. Yeah, you can smell the methane in the morning. <laughs> mm, <laughs> smells yeah. like dinner. Yeah, you drive around where I'm, you could literally smell it. So, yeah, it's tough work. It's tough work. So, um, let me see here. We got a bunch of other people coming in. Shout out to Ghost Tactical. I see out there. All right, so there we go. The beef situation in America. Please well, do, don't go, get crazy and buy up all the beef. It's it's not just beef. It's across the board. It's Mm-hmm. It's chickens, pork, everything, because the processing plants, a lot of them are closed. So mm-hmm. it's going to get squared away, and they're going to get it all figured out eventually. But yeah. there'll be a, probably could be a little short-term, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll probably. Be fine here. I'm just, yeah. you know, I just... Yeah. As usual, we should have... Um, so, I don't... I'm going to have to look it up and see how much beef is coming from other places. But it's here. It's here. We just got to clean up how... You know, clean up the plants and stuff like that. So, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to get into those plants that have been shut down for whatever reason. Clean them up. Maybe they'll use, I don't know, ultraviolet rays... I'm uh, sure they already do. Bleach actually. and stuff like that. They already do all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's not it's not the cleanliness is the problem. It's the two legged rats that are problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that term before, Walter. Yeah. Two legged rats. You never heard me say that before. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay. Let's see here. Um, okay. So let's see. Let's get into some stuff here. All right, let's get into some to some different things. Um, both of you guys are manufacturers and all that. I think Walter, you said that like demand has uh, bumped up a little bit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're selling stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what about what about you, Ken? How's it going in Arizona? You guys selling more things? What's the deal? Yeah, we're continually getting orders. It really hasn't um, stopped much for us. Um, it's been been steady, a little bit of an uptick, um, but most people are wanting to buy like right now. And mm -hmm. so they're wanting, you know, that instant gratification where, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're back ordered. And so, you know, they're going to have to wait for it. So, but, but all the stores, the local stores, you know, they're all sold out of firearms. You know, the ammo is scarce, you know, people, people went crazy. And so, and you know, the, I've seen an uptick in first time buyers. Cause see, I, I also will do transfers, um, you know, for, for people. So a lot of first time gun buyers, mm -hmm. lots, lots mm -hmm. of first time. Mm -hmm. Yep. yep. So what do you what do you think about that? Uh, either one of you guys could chime in here on this. What do you all think about the uh, first time gun buyers out there? Everybody I, was a first. Everybody had their first yeah. time at one time, yeah. you know. So think about your yeah. first time when you went and bought a gun. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is cool. Right. <laughs> Even though mine was a single barrel shotgun, okay. <laughs> I, did, I did that the day I turned eighteen, actually. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah you know, the first uh, first firearm that I bought was a Glock 26, um, but I had been around firearms, you know, really my whole life. So you know, it wasn't like, oh, it's my. It was just my first purchase, is what. Oh what it yeah, was. my dad had a whole house full of guns. So right, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, these are these are people that are coming in that um, have never touched a firearm, have never owned a firearm, have never shot a firearm, and you know, I. I spend some extra time with them and say, okay, here's a little bit about it, but you really need to go to a local shooting range and get some training and figure out what to do. Because if you don't, if you're using it for home protection, you're not going to have any idea how to use it. You're going to end up hurting somebody. So you need to go get some training. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I point them in the direction to, you know, to go get training. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Walt? You want to chime in there? Um, uh, not so much on the that part because most of the time they're just they're in and out really quick. I mean, mm -hmm. if the background checks are going fast for a while, the background checks were taking six hours here in Florida, mm -hmm. so uh, there was no quickie. They had to come in and fill it out and come back later and pick it up. But that's it's slowed down now, so 
the big rush is over as far as the guns go. Yeah. All right. all, all the credit cards have been. Well, no, we got the Obama. We got excuse me, not the Obama money. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Walter, well, so come on, get we credit. We got the Trump money. Yeah. Well, the Obama the Obama money was cell phones. Um, <laughs> um, uh, that's a different different whole different thing. But no, mm-hmm. the the Trump money. We're we're selling. I mean, a lot of the, we're making stocks for different guns for. HKs and Strebogs and CZs and we're selling that stuff um, as fast as we put it together and, and get it get it out the door. Plus, right. the Sten parts has been pretty busy selling the bits and pieces for machine guns. Um, we're still doing 50 cal stuff. I got a list of things I got to make this week. I've been getting propped or poked to start welding. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we're a. It's nothing like a, a Newtown shooting, post Newtown shooting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, or any of those other scares during the Obama reign, but um, yeah, we're definitely uh, since I would just say since the Trump money started getting released, things yeah. have we were, we were busy already and things have picked up even more. Mm-hmm. So hmm. okay. By the way, speaking of that, I forgot to uh, give Franklin Armory credit for sponsoring the podcast tonight. So shout out to the Franklin Armory guys. Uh, you know, I, I got the hat on. We got the thing there, but I completely forgot about that. So shout out to them for that. Also, folks out there, smash the thumbs ups. Okay, we appreciate it. Appreciate you watching. Smash the thumbs ups. We'll get to we'll get to some questions and stuff like that from the folks out there. So there's all these new gun people coming on board. I think that for the okay, let me see. What, can we say we've had like steady gun sales for? It's more than two years, I think. At this point, it might be three years or something. Well, there was of, a. There was a lull, um, you know, as soon as soon after Trump, you know, took office, mm-hmm. um, the, the industry took a, a big dive. Um, it di- didn't really affect me because I'm, you know, not in the AR-15 market or mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But that whole market took a total dump. So the I, AR-15, I say, but but the handgun yes. market was still ticking up because numbers when we were looking at numbers, numbers were still going up. But yes, yeah, AR-15s I, were over-manufactured. And everybody was on the Hillary plan. Yep. And the Hillary plan went belly up, uh, thank God. And mm-hmm. then, um, or whoever you want to think, whoever mm-hmm. your, mm-hmm. your your guy is, um, or girl. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. and then, then they were all overproducing. So, you know, as a result of that, the consumer got, that was a bonus for the consumer because they got mm-hmm. to consume as much as they want for, yeah, for a third of the price, you know, where an AR, regular AR-15 used to cost, oh, six fifty, seven, eight hundred dollars. Now they yeah, were entry level, three hundred, three hundred and fifty dollars. You know, so yeah, you know, yeah. so if you didn't buy then, you were crazy. So yeah, and people uh, were, people were buying. Um, it's interesting what's happening now. Both of you guys that we have on tonight, both of you are kind of. How do you guys uh, categorize yourself? I don't want to insult anyone, but I would say cottage industry or like your smaller manufacturer yeah, I, would, I, I would say niche market niche market um, okay you know we're kind of doing you know each of us are doing our own little thing which is right. specializing in you know mm-hmm. little niche things here and there or different platforms yeah well go ahead Walt. and that's what you need to do because mm-hmm. if you're trying to make it selling uh, glocks well now glocks but our AR-15s, you they couldn't sell an AR-15 if their life depended on it. So these gun yeah, shops, yep. I heard, yeah. and the, well, the gun shops couldn't compete with the online stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, when when Palmetto State was just taking the wheelbarrows and dumping them into the interweb, 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was no way to, for the for the local guys to compete with that because you know they they, they can't sell an AR-15 for 350 bucks mm-hmm. with no money in it. Yep. So uh, yeah. you know, well, and I think, Palmetto and Palmetto's prices Palmetto's prices are still still low. I yeah. mean, yeah, they they they've, they've ticked up, up a little. Everybody, every everybody's creeping up a little bit because mm-hmm. they need to. They have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that things are not as cheap, but they're still inexpensive. Well, material. Yeah, Right. Go ahead. Yeah, Go the, ahead, Ken. The, the the way that the way that you can even get it cheaper is to buy either a you know Palmetto st- sells a uh, a parts kit um, right. and you can you know put it together or you can buy a you know a a complete lower and a complete upper and you're saving some yourself some money there too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, their their price. So I know I get. Um, this is a little bit of an aside, right? Because obviously. Palmetto State Armory is a bigger company than you guys, but, you know, from when I went to see them in Jacksonville, the amount of materials they buy just for that place, I think they said, like, anywhere from a million to five million dollars worth of materials every week. Month, right. Yeah. Was it, I can't remember, was it uh, week or a month? I can't see it. I, I think remember. it's a month. Maybe it's it was a be, month. It's got to be a know. month. Yeah, maybe it's a month. Yeah. But, yeah, so, correct yeah, bit, yeah. Um, so the thing is, I know you guys are not buying that level of material, Right. But if no, you're sure. if you're buying materials on that level, prices are going to affect you, obviously. So you're gonna uh, have sure. to tick up your prices a little bit, because I know there's people out there like, oh, you know, PSA is price gouging and everything that's going on. If materials are more huh? expensive, that has to be reflected in the prices. I don't see them like doubling or tripling the price of anything. Uh, Things have gone up, obviously. Uh, but not, they're not. not they're price. not doing the cheaper than dirt stuff. I can tell you that. Yeah. No, <laughs> or yeah. well, you know, now a thousand rounds of uh, nine millimeter is three hundred dollars. So that's three times, basically three times. And that's times, range well, ammo. No. that's range ammo, right? Yeah, three hundred thirty, whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's it's two and a half times what it was a couple months ago. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's supply and demand. That's yeah. what it so is. And, and, and I and I and I have no idea how they're able to sell an AR. For three hundred and fifty, four hundred dollars, you know, really even five hundred dollars. I mean, it's 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 crazy how they. I mean, they're not making hardly any money doing that. Well, they're making it up. Volume is all that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it is volume. But one of the things, like I learned from visiting them, um, there's certain things that they could do. So let's say, for example some other company, not even the size of you guys, right? Because I think it would be interesting to talk about how long it takes you all to build a gun. But let's say a gun, a rifle, takes about an hour to put together. Their, they've, their production level is at the point where they can make two or three guns in that hour. I'm just you know, trying to put it to you guys that way. So if they're able to make more guns in the same time that everyone else is making guns, that kind of helps them, right? with increase the volume and all that kind of stuff. And that's how they can um, outsell people. And then also they can switch production. I think one of the things that happened with a lot of companies is they went into making AR-15s. They made that alone. And then when the market got oversaturated, not even the distributors wanted them versus like PSA can, if they see that everyone's buying um, an AKV, let's say, right? They can actually switch over, and they've come on air here to talk about this. They could switch over to making that AKV over everything else, and they can get a ton of those out while the demand is on, and then they could turn it off the next turn day. Off. 
Right. Yeah. So how does that work for you all being a smaller niche market, guys? Um, not so much. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> well, I mean, no. yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole factory full of people working either. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to they have to sell things. They have to move product. If, if they decided tomorrow their gun's a thousand dollars, you might as well lock the doors and kick everybody out mm-hmm. because they wouldn't sell yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because mm-hmm. people are so used to getting their stuff at that price range or that mm-hmm. thing that they're not going to they won't they won't buy it. What it yeah. They won't buy it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll know, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, but they have to move the product. So that's when things were when they were selling stuff so cheap, they didn't have any pro- they didn't have any choice. They have to sell it mm-hmm. or they'll end up if they're making that much stuff. They'll yeah. end up with piles of stuff. That's just how the system works. I see all thumbs right. saying right. every time he says every time on the P, I'm on the PSA site, what I want is always sold out. That's well, a good thing for them. I know it's a bad yeah. thing for you. No, it's a good thing they're, for them because they don't want to have making, stock sitting there. They're not they making. making bad. Mm-hmm. They're not making five thousand of one. They're going to make five hundred of one, then make the other five hundred of one, and then make the other five hundred of one. Yeah. And those and and boom, big. Demand is uh, being backlog is not a bad thing. No, right. No. If you got work, if you got a hundred or hundred gun backlog, the people that want your stuff, you, you, life is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> life is really good. Long as you're, mm-hmm. long as you're getting the stuff out to feed that, and they don't, they, they don't get on the interweb and start ragging on you too much. Mm-hmm. Um, um, life is great. Yeah, and then lots of those guys get on the email list in the minute they get the that thing. The, this is why it's sold out. Everyone's on the email list. So the minute right. your gun you're waiting boom. for is available. That's I mean, right. I've done, I've done They're that. Gone. Yeah. I've done yep. that. Out of there. Yeah. 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 We've mean, all done it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, mm-hmm. and, and because because it's supply and demand and, you know, and it's also, you know, if we're talking, you know, PSA and some of these large, you know, companies and organizations, they have lots of bills that they got to pay. They have lots of people that they're employing. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have they have all this equipment that they've spent, you know, capital money on, and you know yeah. this and that. You know, they they have to even if they're breaking even, you know, sometimes on on parts, they're they're doing that just to keep everything rolling and keeping their, their bills product. paid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, whereas, mm-hmm. whereas I I don't I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that I have is all owned. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't have to if, if I had to close the door for a month, um, yeah it would it'll hurt me but I'm not going to lose anything because I have not stretched myself so thin and so far that I have to do this every day in and, and out and I have to make you know this amount in order to keep open I, I don't have any of that so I, I don't have to worry about going under or going belly up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the um, that's one of the benefits, I guess, of being a smaller ship, right? Versus the bigger ship. Well, yeah, it it, yeah. it it is if you don't have a lot of debt. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a small ship and you have a lot of debt, then oh, you big trouble. You know, <laughs> it's even faster when it happens. Yeah, you're you done. Can, and, and, yeah. and we've and we've seen we've seen uh, you know small companies come to the market mm-hmm. with uh, with firearms and then. They have problems and issues, and then boom! Next thing you know, they're belly up and mm-hmm. they're there's fire. An note- there's an auction notice in the mail. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it happens. That's how. That's how you stay afloat. And like you were saying about the bills, um, you know, I remember. So, f- like PSA, for example, has 
they've 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 got over five hundred CNC machines. Okay. Combined. Combined. Yeah, yeah. Combined. Yeah, the okay. Jacksonville one they said they had about two fifty there. I'm guessing in Carolina they've got another two fifty. Imagine the bill on that. I know. Well, you have you to know. have people that no, do nothing but maintain the machines. Yeah, maintain. Yeah, people who Make run sure the machines have, they feed them. Yeah. Not well, just aside not from just, aside from the button pusher. You got somebody that's got to go around and make sure they got all the coolant, the oil, the ones that's broken, get them fixed. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it, it's a job. You it's know? a big, and, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. And that's not just one person either. No. When you have no. that big of a facility, it's several people doing that. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole department probably there on site. Whereas you guys, being smaller <laughs> manufacturers, either it's hey. you or something. That comes <laughs> hey, the toilet, the bathroom's dirty. Let's, let's go clean the toilet. No yeah, there's so let's let's I mean, obviously, when we have PSA on, we could talk about, you know, the big things. Tell us, like, what do you guys what do both of you think? Um, what are the, the pluses and the minuses of being a, a small niche market uh, part of the firearms industry? The good and the bad of it for folks out there who are probably watching this thinking, you know, like the dudes out there like Babyface P who his dream, right? He tells us that all the time one day is to own to do what you are doing, what you're doing Ken, what you're doing Walter. You know, what's the pluses pluses and minuses of this? Uh, well, if you have employees, you got to kind of look out for those people. You know, when I didn't have any employees, um, and it was just me and my my significant other, um, it was a lot easier, but then again, I didn't make as much money either. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, when I had five or six people working, right now I don't have five or six people working. Mm -hmm. But um, when I did, you know, you gotta keep them busy, you know, because them standing around doing nothing or following you around looking for work, uh, that means I can't get anything done. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's it's you know it's it's got its pluses and minuses. If I had a, you know if I had a hundred employees, I would probably have somebody running the shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you your that. your employees, Walter, are predominantly the fa your own family. Yeah, right now, yes. Right now, yeah. it's predominantly uh, slave. It's not slave labor. They slave labor. Slave. Yeah. So you shout at your uh, bookkeeper. You might not get no nookie. Then. <laughs> I, I don't shout at the bookkeeper. Well, every yeah. once in a while, we shout. <laughs> yeah. Um, you treat you treat uh, Spencer. You know, you said button pushers. You treat Spencer bad. Spencer will come in there and throw your food down on the ground. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you do that. But, but yeah. So I mean, I right now I have, oh, I have one non-family member employee actually. So mm -hmm. after a while, I had three, three, right. three, three or four. Um, but yeah, you got to keep everybody busy, whether they're family or not. Um, got to keep everybody focused, which is even hard for me to do. Oh yeah. Um, because yeah. 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 after you've done it for a while, at least in my opinion, I've, I've been doing this for a while now. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's it's very easy to go. Wow, let's go do something else. Yeah, it's easy to get distracted <laughs> by mini bikes or something like yeah, that. Or, or, I'm just yeah, thinking or, of something or, random right now. Yeah, yeah, right, right, exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah, or it's a nice you walk outside and it's a nice day and it's like, man, I sure like to be doing something else. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, the, how is that so, for you, you Ken? Know, Do you have a, a employees? Pluses and pluses and minuses mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, I think with the starting a business and is that you're, you're working all the time. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you don't get a vacation. You don't get a break. Um, you, you know, you're working more than 10, 12 hours a day. You know, it's, it's, it's work. And, 
you know, when, when I go, but you know, people say, well, yeah, well you can take time off anytime that you want. Yeah, sure. I can. But when I don't, so when I do go on vacation, which is rare, but when, when we do go someplace, it's, I'm not getting a paycheck. You know, there's Mm -hmm. no money coming in because there's nothing being done going out kind of a thing. You, so yeah, you, you have I can to relate to that. It's like happening. having YouTube being a YouTube person. You don't make content right. and stuff like that. You, you're not doing anything. Right. You have yeah. to, yeah. You know. Correct. When, when, so, I, when, I, when I was busier, I can, my employees, I could, you know, I could go away and things will still get done. But, right. you know, sometimes things are not getting done to their fullest potential. I mean, they're not there. So mm-hmm. correct. Correct. So, yeah, that that's, you know, so that's, you know, I I would not take back any of the stuff that, you know, that I've done when I left my job to focus oh, no. on this and do this full time. Mm-hmm. I would I would never go back if if I if I had a choice to do it all over again, I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. But I would have done it probably 10 years sooner. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. You agree with that, uh, Walt? Looks I, like I started. I started my my journey into making things started making the sten parts and the pieces and all that stuff. I started doing that like in '99, and that's because I saw what somebody else had bought, and I go, "How much did you pay for that?" And they goes, "Oh, I paid a hundred dollars for that." And I figured out I can get that made for probably, oh, uh, I don't know, eight or ten, twelve dollars, and sell it mm-hmm. for a hundred. That's pretty good. Right. So uh, I figured I started doing that, you know, and 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 from then on. It was like, you know, I made more money working and selling my stuff at home than I did in my do- my job job at the time. And yeah. um, and then and then Peggy was working in some at a school being a bookkeeper. I'm like saying, no, no more of that crap uh, you need, <laughs> because you're not it's, you're just wasting your time. You can be at home running the books and take care of stuff there and and fill in orders and you can make sometimes six, seven hundred dollars a day. Yeah, you, know, you make that. Yeah, <laughs> the flip <laughs> side of the flip side of it, like Ken is saying, is that you are your but own you boss. Yeah, you, you are your. Own, you right, have to right. be responsible for yourself. So yep. if you and if you take it easy, you know, then that, the comp- the the business goes down. On on unlike when you work for someone else, as you said, when people are working for you, if you're not there cracking a whip over them, they're like, well, oh, they I'm gonna chill out a little bit. But you're you're a good boss. You're a good boss. It's not like crack. Someone always times cracking a whip. It's just making sure that. Um, um, that what needs to be done is getting done and it's, you know, and doing, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 and that it's getting done right. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. That too. Or if, or if something happens, if, if something stops working and then you have to jump into uh, CNC repairman mode mm-hmm. and try to figure it out and get the machine back up and going so that things keep being made and, you know, mm-hmm. just little things like that. But what I was going to say was everybody's not suited to be the boss or their own boss. Mm-hmm. Everybody, some people are better off going to a job and working because, <laughs> because because they don't have the they don't have the first thing maybe they don't have the vision or they don't have the motive self motivation to mm-hmm. to uh, to do mm-hmm. you know it on their own you know mm-hmm. or they just don't want to yeah you know and I get or they I don't have that. they don't have the focus uh, Peggy's reminding us that. She has to keep you focused. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She's in the chat. Uh, I know, I know. I saw that. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, there's, yeah. you know, there's all, there, you know, aside from, you just have to have that, um, the drive or the want mm-hmm. to do it too. I always, when I was growing up, I always saw people that were, that had more stuff. And a lot of times they were doing their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, 
there are people that have decent jobs and make decent money, but the people that always had a little bit more or had the cool stuff were always had their own business and things like that. So it's yeah. like, man, I, that's I, think, I, I agree with you. It's, I agree with what you just said, even though I'm you know teasing you. Um, it's your it's your own personal philosophy, right? If you're the kind of person that is self motivated and you know you know how to drag yourself up by your bootstraps, you can you can really benefit. But if you're the kind of person that's like, oh, I'm my own boss. Yeah, today I'm not working. <laughs> um, <laughs> then you're you're, gonna be, you're pretty much you're pretty much done, right? Well, because, you know when you have a orders to fill and you yeah. have people waiting for stuff, even though I don't. I, in the beginning, I did take deposits on stuff, mm-hmm. and everybody that I got money, money from got their stuff. But I don't do that now, and I don't take people's money because I don't want to hear their crap, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when somebody calls, if they start bitching at me about not having something, I'm, my response is, did I take any of your money? Mm-hmm. I, don't owe, I don't owe you a damn thing. And if you're just patient, you will get your stuff. Everybody gets their stuff. Right. Or <laughs> they can go somewhere else. Right, yeah, and I, I had a customer on the phone that was complaining about something wasn't fitting right the other day, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just send your money back. I'll give you money back, because some folks you're never going to satisfy, no matter what you do or how mm-hmm. high you jump, <laughs> how much you talk nice to them, mm-hmm. they're never going to be happy. So, anyways, but that's another subject. But um, yeah. So yeah, to to yeah. do the business thing, you just need to. You, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. and and I have friends that don't do it and. And they go, oh yeah, you got, you know, you're the the rich guy or whatever. It's like I'm not the rich guy. I'm just the guy that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah, self-employed. For, for sure. You're self-employed, right, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. his own wealth. So speak to this, uh, Ken. You know, one of the things I think being a, a small business, some something like what Walter was just talking about. If you're talking about PSA and there's problems and people send things back or you've got to re, that's like one thing for a big company. But as a small company, that that could pretty much hurt, right? Oh, it, it can. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to make sure that it's good going out mm-hmm. so that your so that your returns are minimal. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, people having issues and having to do tech support is minimal. And so that that's what you have to do as a small business is, is make sure that things are right when they go out the door. Yeah, yeah. it's like, well, it's for example, it's a stock, you know, like a stock to go in the back of an HK. Stock to go in the back of a gun with a sheet metal receiver. Stock to go in the back of a gun that no two of them are hardly the same mm-hmm. because yeah. they're bent out of sheet metal. So you, you go to put it on the back. Some guys go right in. The pin goes right in. The stock slides back and forth. It's beautiful. Other ones go to put it on, and it like goes halfway in and binds. And it's like, well, some guys are like, eh, I'll figure it out. No big deal. Mm-hmm. And and other guys, like my my wife talked to a guy today that didn't know what a QD mount was. Oh, for and he, shame! And, and he has an, Wait, he, hold on a second. Has, Did he work for Caltech? And he has a he has an HK. <laughs> he has an HK. Not a not a not a not a clone. Walter he has missed an that. Walter missed that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I said, did the guy work for Caltech? Per, per chance? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> Just teasing but, Caltech people. Yeah, yeah. So she had to explain it because he's complaining. Well, I put the stock on. Now I don't have a sling loop. Mm-hmm. And Peggy's like, there's a QD mount there. A what? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, your guns just, come with QD mounts. Of course, I forgot. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, <laughs> fuck they do. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, so that's the kind of things you deal with. That's sometimes. like space age technology, Walter. How can you expect people to know about that? <laughs> I don't know. 
I mean, I, my response oh, would have been go to go to Magpul's website and just type in QD. People don't know. A whole new world will open up to you. Know? Yeah, people don't so, know about everything. There's no stupid questions. Uh, oh God! Yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> no, the uh, the the question. Well, anyways, that the, the guy with that told it to mm-hmm. send it back was mm-hmm. it was an issue about the we we sell stocks with the tail hook brace on it mm-hmm. made by Gearhead Works, and Gearhead Works has a letter for their brace and yada yada mm-hmm. yada, um, and he was questioning them. Well, we don't you don't have a letter for your stock with the tail hook on. It's like no, I don't. Um, go yeah. You can also yeah, go, go look it up if you want. Go. He wasn't satisfied. He was not gonna. Oh, he, he wanted the piece be- of paper. Yes. What is the likelihood of you having that piece of paper if something happened? Well, whatever, whatever that so would silly. be. Yeah. He was not gonna be paper. satisfied. Yeah. And I told him I'm not sending my stock to ATF to get an approval letter because I've already went through that with a 50 cal and it's not, it's not worth. It's not it. fun. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't come out the way. All you do is open a can of worms you don't want to open up. So I said, you know what? If you're not happy, I'll be more than happy to give you money back for the stock. And he says, okay, he's going to send it back. So, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let me see. I'm trying to um, – there's a couple of different things here, but let me get this. I know there's a lot of comments. I'm, I would ask everyone to smash the thumbs ups out there. Armament and Axis says, uh, safety harbor firearms. So if I buy a SHTF upper and complain <laughs> enough, you will give me my money back. And then Yes. <laughs> I have, I, I'll be honest with you, I have done it a couple times. Because. This is not a I, way for you to get a free gun. No, you're not going to get a free gun. Um, yeah. Walter will also want the gun back. Right, Walter? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. You're not getting a gun. <laughs> um, you don't get no money back unless I get the gun back. <laughs> I mean, it don't work that way. We are talking but, about the fact that these are small companies, so come on, let's that, not invent that ways goes, to... That goes, that goes back to that thing, you're mm-hmm. never... When somebody's got their mind up that they don't want it anymore, mm-hmm. you're never going to make them happy, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Yep. No matter how nice you are to them, everything else... Just mm-hmm. go ahead, return it to me. I'll give you money back. You go on your way, and I go on my way. If you yeah. don't, they're going to get on the Internet, and every time, it'll be five years later, and they'll be still whining. Mm-hmm. Well, you, well, he didn't do what I wanted him to do, and he did like this, and he talked to me bad, and I, he hurt my feelings. And it's like, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's easier just to, you know, oh, have a yeah. nice day. Yeah. By the way, put Chris on the list. Don't sell him anything. You can put him on the list. I, I no, I, I would, I would. Yeah. I, I now, I don't. I, this is goes with anything: cars, mm-hmm. motorcycles. There mm-hmm. are some people that do not need to own a firearm of any sort, shape, or form. Oh, for sure. Because but there's also people that are con artists. You know that, right? There's oh, people you, that well, buy well, things, I, and their whole plan is to get something for free. Uh, and yep. to complain and then thinking you'll go, oh, OK, I'll give you your money back. And they get to, you know, people try all kinds of things. You uh, could do uh, that. Yeah. There's something in the universe called karma, though. Uh, <laughs> I sure hope so. That's going to catch up think, to you. I, I can think of a couple people. I want the karma to go real hard. On. Yeah. But, so. don't, but don't, pra- don't practice. Don't, I wouldn't do this to a big company. And definitely doing it to um, a small company is just, in my opinion, evil to try to get free stuff out of them or, you know, to try are, to leverage them to, to get stuff or whatever. That's not cool. From, so, from my personal experience, there are mm-hmm. some people that, that, that are known in other companies for uh, returning things and, mm-hmm. and making things go bad on purpose and then trying to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, <laughs> I know for sure. So mm-hmm. um, I just yeah. I heard from another manufacturer that mm-hmm. heard about something that happened to me, and he goes, "Oh yeah, we know who he is." Oh, so okay. um, yeah, well, yeah. Com- some yeah companies do keep lists of people who do all that, you yeah. know. Um, and the bigger companies, their customer service, they record everything in case you don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the one of the benefits of dealing, like I'm trying to on what I'm trying to do here is cover what it is dealing with smaller manufacturers like yourselves. One of the benefits you get of that is when you have an issue, you call up. You're speaking to Walter at Safety Harbor yeah. Firearms. You're speaking to Ken at K and M Arms. You've yep. got to respect yep. that. So even you know these are mechanical things, and there may be issues, but these these guys are th- this is everything to them. They've invested everything that they have into their companies, and this is how they feed and take care of their families. They're gonna take care of you. You don't be don't be a dick about it. I, w- I yeah. I want I want you to be happy and be shooting. That's what I, I don't ever want to hear sure. from you again. To be honest with you, happy, happy customer you never hear from. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's 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 not a, that's not true. Because well, every, no every, every once in a while I'll get a you know an email from you know a customer, and you know. It's like okay, well, I'm getting an email from them. Oh, what's, oh no! Oh no! What's wrong? And then you, you know, you know, I, I had this one guy go on this full long thing about you know the firearm was doing this, it was doing this, and then he get to, got to the end. And he says, "Oh, I'm just kidding. None, none of that happened." And, oh, and I wanted to reach through that monitor and just kind of strangle that guy, but. You know, it was it was all it was all good at the end of the day. Oh man! Um, but yeah, I, I do get those. I mean, people will call like, "Oh man, I got your stock. I put it on. It fits great. Thanks. Boom. Keep up the good work." Boom. It's like, right. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think most of the people out there are are cool. You know, most people out there are human yeah. beings. You know, um, and they realize what you're doing. They probably have small businesses themselves. They're not trying to, you know, they may have some issue, but because you could talk to the guys here, you can get things worked out. I'm not saying the bigger companies don't have good yeah, customer yeah. service, but you could talk directly to the people that own the company. Yeah, try calling Remington and ask to talk oh. to somebody that made the gun. Okay, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you're going to get you're going to get a receptionist. I have no yeah. respect for Remington. I remember when the R51 came out and there were all those problems and um, you know, at the NRA show, I remember being there and their engineers, like people were coming up to them. They're like, what's up with all these problems with this gun? And their people in the booth were telling people, oh, we designed all that stuff for your safety. That's for your own good. That's why we did that. You don't want a gun that doesn't do. And I was like, are these people insane? And at that same NRA show, they discontinued the gun. Continued the gun, right? <laughs> So that's where you lose me. One of the things I think about dealing with a small, first of all, you buy the person. And a lot of times big companies don't, you don't see the people. I think some big companies do a good job of getting out there in front of their customers and showing actual individuals who work there and showing that they care about that. But definitely with a small company, you see the people at that company. That's what I like about what, like obviously Ken, I like the fact, you know, when we put it to full screen here, everyone's teasing me that I'm jealous of you. Of course. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Look at it. Look yeah. at that. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not just that. Don't touch them. Don't yeah, touch don't. Them. Yeah. No, I'm not touching them. I'm not touching them. But that's just a wall of goodness right there, yeah, right? That's a, oh, that's America. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's bullpup heaven. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But it's not just the guns, Ken. I think it's like, it's you. It's you as a person that I identify with and go, this is a good dude. You know, this is a real human being. 
He's a gun nerd. You know, he's into this stuff. I can learn stuff from him. All of that. You're just as passionate, I'm sure, and excited as Walter is when it comes to guns, when new stuff. Uh, you know, Walter does this yeah. all the time. Other people make guns, and Walter gets excited. He's like, oh, my God, I got to buy this thing. <laughs> I, just right? found the, I just found the LCP-22 the other day that Ruger makes. And I was like, nobody told me they are making a twenty two LTP. Yeah. I was yeah. like... I was like, I started looking to where I could buy one. Yeah, I mean, look at the, look at Ken's wall back here. Obviously, we can see the M, uh, M17S, but we can see lots of things here. Let's see. I see a, a C33, the Caltech. Yeah, the CP. C yeah, the CP33. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Don't buy, touch. I Don't buy a P90. Yeah. Yep. PS90. I PS90. make a little charging handle. Keep for your the hands PS90. to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. I am. I'm not. I'm not touching it. I'm just. You know. I make a charging handle for that. I'm. I'm. Oh, you do. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yep. I'm making. Uh, I do a spring for the PS90. Uh, the CP33. I'm looking at uh, uh, building a Some part bank. for that. Yeah. Um, that's a bull, that's a bullpup kit on the 22. I think that's a Ruger at the up top. Yeah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah, that's a um, Ruger uh, 1022 with a bull barrel in it. I mm -hmm. just got that back uh, recently from uh, from paint, uh, from my local uh, local paint guys. Uh, we plead mm -hmm. the second. I take all my stuff to we plead the second for uh, for paint. Mm -hmm. They are an awesome. I'll give them a little plug. They're an awesome company. If you never need anything Cerakoted, yeah, uh, or laser etched or laser engraved, uh, they do a knockdown drag out job. They're a, good group of guys over there that are running that show okay uh by the way ken um there's someone here that says uh the name is claren McAllister, and they say you're right ken is a good dude i've known him my yeah. whole life <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my brother <laughs> it's a plant <laughs> uh, yeah that's a plant that's a younger brother <laughs> okay shout out to shout out to uh the McAllister the younger <laughs> Yeah, but he but he he lives in the commie state of California. Oh, so. oh, oh yeah, I know. Oh. Oh, sorry for you. Yeah, I know. So there goes a there goes a knock on him right there. Yeah, oh, poor guy. Yeah. But he, he he lives at the beach. Lives down. Oh, uh, well. San Clemente near, Ooh. you know, but yeah, he's got a, he's got a nice house down there, lives yeah. on the beach and, you yeah. know, they banned him, banned him from the beach during the COVID. And so he couldn't go to the beach. So he was bummed yeah. out. Try banning me from a beach that's right outside my door. Right. I <laughs> yeah, know. Good luck with that. Sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? People always ask, this is probably a little bit of a sidetrack, but people always say, how come people in California just don't move? There's, there's, there's reasons. Well, it's not that easy. Yeah, it's not so easy, right? Like, you live somewhere beautiful, you're, you're, most of your family is there, there's all kinds of things. Go ahead, Ken. Yep, so I, I moved. I was born and raised there. Uh, grew mm -hmm. up in uh, Altadena, which is right there by Pasadena. Um, and grew up there my whole life. Almost all my family is still there. And 15, 15 years ago, yeah, mm -hmm. about 15 years ago, I got out of Dodge. Picked mm -hmm. up the business and moved, and we're out of there. Mm -hmm. Okay, 2015. Uh, no, no, 15 years. 15 ago. years ago. 15 okay, years. sorry, 15 yeah. years ago. Okay, wow. So like 2000. Oh, okay. Are a lot of the McAllisters still in California? 
Yeah, everybody except for my uh, sister. I have a sister that lives in uh, Minnesota, um, but the okay. rest of so I. So you uh, and your six... sister are the smarter McAllisters, but no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just starting trouble now. <laughs> yeah, you are starting trouble, but you know it. There, you know, so I I still have uh, two brothers and two sisters that are living there, and my mom and dad are still there, and mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, I won't ever live. I won't ever live there again. No way. Yeah, California. California is beautiful, though. Like when I've been there, I've always thought, wow, this place is beautiful. You know, it's it's unfortunate what's happening. It's not the state. It's not the soil. No. It's the freaking people. It's the leftists. Yeah, it's the, leftists. the it's the, the 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 socialists over there that are really just destroying. Wow. You know, the uh, a, a beautiful part of America. Like I say, things are cyclic, and hopefully, the cycle will. Um, turn mm-hmm. and um, they'll there'll be a, a reckoning I guess or something yeah right. yeah the, the the problem with uh, with California is there's just so many people I mean when I was when I was living out there I was in order to have a house of any kind of size and you know being able to be in an area where that was you know nice enough to have my kids go to school and whatnot. It was, you know, I was driving 40 miles one way to work and it was taking me two and a half hours to get to work. Wow. Yeah. I watched the show. There was a show one, like a documentary type thing about that where people in order to afford to be able to live in a house, they had to live two or three hours from their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they spent five, six hours a day going back and forth to work, come home, sleep, do that constantly. Yeah. You it was, know, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But that that goes back to also the the political stuff there, mm-hmm. not letting people not that like in some areas they don't let them build any any uh, any homes, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, let uh, let me take a couple of things here. Kathleen, music lover, wants to know if Franklin um, is in Florida. No, Frank Franklin Armory is in Nevada. Yeah. They also they were in California. Think, they were yeah, in California. They were, yeah. yeah. Um, and some of them still do live in California because they have big families over there. But the company moved from California to Nevada. Um, unfortunately, a lot of socialists are also moving from California Nevada. to Nevada and therefore yeah. starting the ruination of the well, great it's like state. Florida is Florida's the same way. These people, they come down. <clears throat> there's no taxes in Florida, no income tax. Mm-hmm. So they come down here because the cheap bastards want to, don't want to pay any taxes. From New York and from Maryland mm-hmm. and all these places up there where they tax them to hell, mm-hmm. but they don't want to be free. They right. want to be they want to be New Yorkers in Florida. Yeah, and that's just like people who come here from other countries, like you know, like myself. Yeah, but it's, wor- it's worse with them because pe- people come out of the countries. They come here to sometimes to be free, but the ones from New York are already free. They just don't know how, how to be really. How the hell are you free, free in New York? Yeah. They don't know how to be really free. <laughs> yeah, you're so, not. You're not really, really free in New York. Well, you can leave New York. You, <laughs> it's the same kind of thing, though. There's lots of people in New York that can't get out just because of that. Well, yeah, whole I, I get situation that. I get of that. like you know families, they, yeah, and families. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They lose their job. So. Yeah. You know. uh, hold on. There was a. What was this? Uh, there's a bunch of. Uh, questions here there's one i wanted to hit oh socal gunner says um i want he's in obviously he's in california he says i want out of california who wants to sponsor me walt (laughs) tank can (laughs) um listen 
Um, You're going to work like an indentured slave? Yeah. (laughs) I've got a chicken coop in the backyard now. (laughs) Ten years of forced labor, yes. (laughs) Oh, man. I know it's tough. It's tough to be be under situations like that. Um, It's unfortunate what's happening, I think, um, in America that's in a lot of ways getting worse and worse. Florida, a lot of people left places and came to Florida, like you were saying, Walter, because they were looking for better life and... And it's getting more and more difficult, right? Oh, uh, sure. Know? Yeah. And they like they like the warm weather, you know. Yeah. I like it. I hear these people like I like it so hot. I like it hot. Mm-hmm. But they only stay here for a month or two weeks and they go back mm-hmm. home. Yeah. yeah, they don't stay here for when it's hot for six months and straight. And, you know. It's only hot I, outside. If you're in your house, unless you don't have electricity, <laughs> it's this magical thing the Egyptians invented called air conditioning. Well, Right. There would be no there would be no people in Arizona if it, or or Florida if it wasn't for a air, air conditioning. conditioning. There would still be people. Uh, I don't know. There were people here before there was air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And They'd it, just be suffering. It, it, it still, that's right. It was still hot, but yeah, I yeah. if it wasn't for air conditioning, there's there's you, no way I You wouldn't I do could, much. You wouldn't do much. Right, well, yeah, you 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 yeah. You'll work at night. <laughs> you'll work, you'll I mean, when we moved to Florida, our house we moved into didn't have air conditioning through the whole house. It had it in my parents' bedroom. Mm-hmm. That was it. So, uh, mm-hmm. but the houses were designed different too. They yeah. weren't. They weren't built like they so, are now. So a long so. time ago, a long time ago, people didn't. Uh, before this magical thing of air conditioning came around, people didn't know what they didn't have. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I remember living in Nigeria. There was no air conditioning. Wait, hold on. My dad had an air conditioning in his window in his in his study. Right. My dad was a professor at a university. So I guess he somehow is the only person that was uh, special enough in the house to have air conditioning (laughs) (laughs) in his study. That was it. The rest of the house had no air conditioning. Too yeah. bad, so sad. Open yeah, the windows up. Yeah, Turn the fan on. Yeah, open the windows, yeah. the fan. My mother said, go outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just, that's what you need to do, yep. go outside. Yeah. But that's before yeah, the we house, had air conditioning. Yeah, I mean, the house that I grew up in, you know, my parents' house, it still doesn't have air conditioning in it. Hmm. You know, it, it's it's in California, you know, oh, but it's it's it, but it's not near the beach. You know, they still have 100, 100 degree, 105 sometimes, you know, weather there. And it's it's just hot. Yeah. In the South, you just drink a lot of iced tea. I guess I don't do that. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. John Parsons wants to know if your shop is air conditioned, Ken. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, and that it might has, it has to be. yeah. That now that might yeah, seem yeah, like yeah. you know, um, but there not, are, but you'll be you'll be surprised. There are some uh, machine shops here in Arizona that yeah. um, just run run swamp coolers. They don't uh, they don't air condition mm-hmm. it because yeah. you know during the summer my electric bill will be four or five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Walt, I uh, think you, you only know, have air conditioning in certain parts of your shop, right? Yeah, there's air conditioning in the front. There's air conditioning in the assembly room there, and then over where. In the office area where Peggy's at, that's yeah. all air conditioned. But where the majority of the work gets done. Yeah, where the slave labor takes place, yeah. it's yeah. not air conditioned. Yeah. 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 No, I'm 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 full AC in in my entire shop. The next shop will be full. Yeah. From front to back, top yeah. to bottom. It yeah. better be. It yeah. better be. And then there needs yeah. to be a Hank Stranger office in there specifically. <laughs> With a bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and internet. <laughs> Oh, well, we have good, pretty good internet, so you, you'd be yeah, at home. All, so. That's all I need. <laughs> that's all I need. Uh, 
Um, so the range says, Hank, why does iced tea taste so good when I'm in Florida and not here west of Chicago? Huh. You want to answer that, Walter? <laughs> I don't know. I don't drink uh, iced tea, so I couldn't tell yeah, you. Yeah, first of all, because uh, you're probably so it's so hot and humid. Yeah. Second of all, it's probably a lot of sugar in it. <laughs> I always, I always, I always uh, get a chuckle. You know, Northeast Chicago, they'll have a heat wave, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be like two weeks of you know hot weather, right? Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to being and and during the heat waves, it always cools off at night. By the way, too, mm-hmm. up north. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, down here. Our 80-degree mornings or 82-degree mornings or 83-degree mornings are like the high temperature in a lot of these places in the summertime. So um, I don't – you know, when they're having a heat wave, I go, yeah, okay, yeah. It all depends. It'll, it'll go. Yeah, it depends where you are. Yeah. One, of, yeah. one of the hardest things that was hard for me to get used to here in Arizona was that during the summer at night, it doesn't cool down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it might be 90 at night. Oh, I'll be 100 at night sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, when we're at uh, 115, 120, and then it gets down yeah. to, you know, 100 at night. <laughs> but that's because like, you're hey, in the valley, right? Somehow that's retaining, <laughs> retaining yeah, the heat. It's, it's like a bowl. Yeah, it's, right, it's like a heat it's bowl. Right here, uh, yeah. It's right here in the depths of hell is where. Uh, <laughs> oh, Vegas, <laughs> Vegas is the same way. Yeah. So. The yeah. rocks are all, the rocks and the sands all heated up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And it takes a while for that to, to dispense. Yeah. Stops. Stops the airflow in that in that that bowl you have there. Yeah. Like in Vegas, you know, where you look at you look at in this sometimes and it's just like this haze, you know, like mm-hmm. this smoggy brown looking. Mm-hmm. The mirage, yeah. the mirage effect. I guess that's a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see here. Let, um, I want to get to some of the stuff that's going on in the news. Let's do that. Let's take a little bit of a break here. Um, I did send you guys this stuff about. Uh, since we're talking about California and places like that, I sent you guys this news about uh, Jackson Mayor Lumumba. That's the guy's name, Lumumba. Uses COVID-19 to suspend open carry. I saw that uh, I saw that Coleon Noir had a pretty uh, a video about this where he was really fired up. So basically, what this guy did, uh, let's let's I'm gonna read through it here. Jackson, Mississippi Mayor Chokwe Antar Lumumba has issued an executive order suspending open carry laws in his city using the coronavirus pandemic as justification, or has he? There's a question mark on this particular one. Uh, Lumamba appeared in a video uploaded to the city of Jackson's YouTube channel on Friday, April 24th, announcing the order, saying that he was issuing the action as a result of high gun crime in the city and hardship the open carry law... um, had on law enforcement in getting illegal guns off the street. And then uh, he, pu- he apparently pulled the video and put the video back up. I know that uh, Colio Noir made a thing about this. Um, how does, how does a, a city's you know, problems with illegal guns have anything to do with people who are legally open carrying guns? And that, that's the thing is, is it, it doesn't. It, the, the stupid thing about this whole thing is, is that, you know, it says that uh, it gave them probable cause to seize the weapon to determine whether or not it was an illegal gun. Well, for one, there's, there's not too many illegal guns out there. There are people that may be owning a gun that um, are not able to legally own a gun, mm-hmm. but how many, how many illegal guns are really out there? 
yeah. I would say that that, uh, that number is That's so That's an interesting concept. You know, maybe we should build a wall around America to stop these illegal guns from coming in. Right. Maybe we should I build mean, a wall. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, what, what, the, what is the fact of the – how does the gun become illegal? Right. Where – yeah, where, how does does the, the, where does the gun become illegal? Maybe the person shouldn't possess guns, right? Exactly. Or maybe it, they have a stolen a, gun. Mm-hmm. Right. It could be a pro- prohibited pro- uh, possessor or it could right. be a stolen gun, but those are not illegal guns. Mm-hmm. It's the person that is doing the illegal act, not the gun. Mm-hmm. Where does the mayor of Podunkville have the right? Have the right. To have like a dictator, no more guns for you. I think he's just like, he's just anti-gun, and he just what, looking what, what, for right? a reason. They're just he's just looking for a reason. He's just looking for a reason to maybe it, maybe he wants to go up. I think politically from being a mayor he, to being oh, a congressman yeah. or something yeah. like that. Because so if you look at Colio Noir's video, he says every time a guy says I like the se- I, I support the Second Amendment, <laughs> but. But <laughs> you know, some bad stuff is coming after that. So this guy says he supports the Second Amendment, but <laughs> you have no right. <laughs> there's there's a picture out there with him and Bloomberg. He's licking Bloomberg's boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they they, they 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 do this stuff to get money. They have to prove themselves mm-hmm. out in public. They have to, hey, look, I'm beating my chest. Give me some money there, Bloomy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he's doing. That's what he's up to. Yeah, Babyface is sending me a that's not how it works uh, meme. He sent me a, a that's not how it works <laughs> meme. Yeah, this mayor, um, this mayor, uh, by the way, Cesar Jimenez says, this guy's always eating. That's for you, Walter. And it's yeah. awesome. Then he these says, are, are, I'm just, I'm playing. <laughs> these are homemade chocolate chip cookies that have oatmeal and stuff in them. These things are awesome. <laughs> After you work in a hot sweatshop of your own making all day, you got to pack back on those calories. Um. Well, one, one, of the, one, of the, one of the interesting things about this, you know, mm. what, what he's saying is, you know, right. the, open, the open carry law not only provides protection for individuals who are armed with illegal weapons, it also creates an atmosphere of fear and intimidation in the community. What? It does, I, really? I don't know what the hell this guy... Yeah, first of all, let's picture for a second. Do gangbangers walk around open carry? Open carry. Do they have a big no. leg holster strapped on? <laughs> you know, with their Colt Python? No, they don't. Criminals aren't um, aren't open carrying. And the violence that he's talking about, like um, I know Noir was talking about this. There was a girl, there was a drive-by shooting, and she was in her bedroom. You know, it's things like that that were happening that this law isn't going to have anything to do with, right? It's not going to affect it in any way. The gangbangers who are creating nope. all this violence do not give two craps about what your laws are. First thing you said, it's not a law. Mm-hmm. Not a law. Mm-hmm. It was not written in the law. It's a it's like a dic, a dictator saying, "No bananas for you." Boom. Yeah. No, 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 no. You can't walk up. You can't spit on the sidewalk no more. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. He got no right to do that. I don't know. I don't know what Alabama's. Yeah. Stuff and then is you're about gonna that. do it during COVID nineteen. Isn't that like when you had Katrina, and then you try to tell people they couldn't defend? It's a Imagine power someone grab. telling you you can't do that while there's a freaking pandemic going on. I don't think it's this pandemic grip. is all that big of a deal, yeah. but no, it's not actually. Yeah, uh, like I said before, once 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 it's all over with here and, and 
and the numbers actually get crunched and the real numbers get crunched, people are going to go like, what were we doing? Yeah. yeah. What the hell were we doing? Right. <laughs> I think that... Um, um, I think that this guy is looking for media attention, though, which he's, which everyone's given him, obviously. He's getting his name in the. Unfortunately, you can't pronounce his name, which oh, I can pronounce good. it. You want oh, me to tell you how to properly, pronounce it? Probably. Yes, I can. It's Chokwe. <laughs> Chokwe. His name is Chokwe Antar Lumamba. Remember, and I that's love, a I real love. and that's a real easy name for for Joe Blow Chokwe. on the street. The, Listen, no. when I lived in Nigeria, my best friend, his name was... Turned into Pico Puko or something. Listen, you know, listen, listen on, to man. this, Walt. My friend... Make one, it La Bomba or something. <laughs> come on, come on. One of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends I grew up with in Nigeria, this is his first name, Chuku Imeke Kweme. Well... That's his first uh, name. So, you know what we called him? Comfort. Simon. <laughs> Simon. Simon. No, Comfort, Simon. that's Lola's. That's uh, Lola's no, mom's name. <laughs> we just call him I, Simon. But what I'm saying is it's not a name that rolls off the tongue. Either, no, so. no, but, you know, uh, um, I think this guy is just trying to get uh, publicity. Yes, but what he's doing is very dangerous. It's actually more dangerous for those people. You know, you, you know how you get rid of the gangbangers? You let the law-abiding, hardworking people in that town that you're the mayor of have guns. And you let them freaking open carry so that those gangbanger assholes see like, oh, we don't you want see to roll what up people in this town. You see what they did in, um, I believe it was El Salvador? El Salvador? Because of, well, I think it was El Salvador down there. They got MS-19 and everything, right? Oh, yeah. Was that El Salvador? The, uh, the, uh, the, the person in charge said that the police have uh, can use lethal force on the... Uh, mm-hmm. On gangs? Yeah. On the gangers, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the situation's gotten extra bad with uh, COVID-19 and everything. You see how they had them? They had them all... If you check out the article, they had them all lined up in prison. And the way they're sitting is like, you're thinking, oh, man, one guy, he's got his hand behind his back, and the next guy's got his legs spread behind, right in his hands. Mm-hmm. All the, and every one of them's got tattoos. Mm-hmm. Every one of them got tattoos. It's like, man. Yeah. <laughs> and put them all together so they all catch the COVID. Yeah. That's what it is, probably. <laughs> Gray Death says he's trying to get Bloomberg money. Unfortunately, that's probably Oh, true. yeah, yeah. That's what he's For trying sure. to do. Yeah. For sure. That's um, how you do that. This is, it's every- shameful. It's shameful, though. And, and, and no kidding. I'm not just trying to say this. I think it's very destructive for neighborhoods that have, like, these gang problems when the people who are hardworking, law-abiding people that live in those neighborhoods can't defend themselves. Well, the sad part is you got a mayor like this. Instead of going out and, and rounding up these gang people and taking care of business, blames it on the gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it ain't the gun. By the way, fault. by the way, uh, freaking uh, Duck Dynasty had a drive-by on his house. So, come on now. Is anybody upset about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It's not, we're not going to solve that by making some new. He's, a, he's a rich white guy. Who cares? Right? <laughs> I'm surprised. Like, who's crazy enough to drive by a Duck Dynasty's house? They got how plenty did, of guns of their own. Yeah, how did that person that. That get, not get shot up? <laughs> they caught that dude. I don't know the story yeah. about it, but they caught How him. do you drive by a Duck Dynasty and get away with it? You got lucky. Yeah, you basically got lucky. Okay, so let's, let's uh, I don't know, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's see some other stuff that's out there. Um, um, did you all see that uh, Clinton... Uh, in, in Clinton, uh, yeah, she endorsed she endorsed Biden. Biden, yeah, yeah, of course. Here's a nice picture of Biden and Clinton getting nice, comfy, cozy together. Yeah, they're all gonna you suck. Know. Butt, she, who know, looks like, creepier in this? I think 
Hillary looks creepier in this thing. She's like, you think, right now she's saying to him, you think you're creepy? I'm about to put the creep on your creepiness and creep the living daylights out of you. <laughs> Can I smell your hair, Hillary? <laughs> uh, probably Hillary's creepier than Biden, and that's saying a lot. So what do you guys think about that? You think it's like a shoe-in now? Biden's the next president? Nope. What are you thinking? No way. No way. No way in hell. No. No way in hell. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I. I don't think he has no. a chance. Right. But you never know. You never know. Um, um, but I. I don't. I don't. I don't think he has any. Chance. He doesn't. That, and it doesn't mean right now he's the guy, anyways. Yeah. Correct. So there's you. A you. Lot of, go ahead. There's a lot of stuff brewing probably in the background, right? Okay, now. you're saying Biden's not going to be the final guy, and Ken, you're agreeing uh, with that. You agree with that? Biden's yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know if he's going to be the final guy. I mean, I've heard rumblings of, um, you know, the mayor of New York, <laughs> you know, <laughs> slide in there. The mayor of New York. Oh, either one. Either one, I guess, would try for that. Yeah. Mayor of New York already ran, didn't he? And then he dropped yeah, out. Yeah, he, he bailed out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the governor, yeah, governor. People want Uma. the governor. Yeah. Oh Cuomo. yeah, the gov, the governor. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I missed, I misspoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The mayor of New but, York is batshit yeah. crazy though, but. Yeah. Well, the governor's right behind him too, so. Yeah. But I, I know, I know that Biden would be crazy to, um, to have Hillary as a running mate. Oh no, that he, he, he ended up dead before the election. Exactly. Uh, I don't think Hillary would go. She doesn't want to be vice president unless she thinks Biden's no. going to kick the bucket. Well, and she's trying well, to do a house would. of cards move. <laughs> he, he would. Right, right. So you think Biden really needed this critical Hillary Clinton endorsement? You think he really, you know, this was, this is pivotal in his presidential run? No, no, no. Yeah. DCG44 says Biden's a placeholder. I think that, um, I believe that too. I believe Biden's a placeholder. I think that he's a placeholder for Hillary, but... They're going to somehow try to sneak Hillary in. don't have a snowball in hell's stance either, so. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think so either. Nope. Yeah. They don't have a, they don't really don't have a solid candidate. I mean. Who do you think would be a solid candidate? Both of you guys. Uh, let's start, oh, let's start with Ken. Who would be a solid? <laughs> Why are you laughing, Ken? Come on. Who would be, <laughs> Who would be a solid I, I candidate? For the Democrats, would, Ken. You got to help them out I here. I know. I know. That's, <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. Uh, so I would, I would get uh, kind of shamed and, because uh, I, I liked watching the Democratic uh, debates when they were going on just because I thought it was so humorous. Mm -hmm. You know, it was it was funny. And then I would, you know, I would and I would be sitting in the other room all by myself, just just laughing and, <laughs> you know, yelling, yelling at the TV when they start talking their garbage. And um, I, I don't see how any of those clowns no. on that panel could could have done done anything. You know, I, I, I think, you know, Bloomberg probably had the the best chance of, of getting it. Um, but yeah, but he's Bloomberg. Oh he, no, he, I didn't think he, Bloomberg had a snowballs chance. No, he, 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 he's just, he might be a billionaire, but he's boring as I, he is. And I mean, he's, and he's a short little troll. Yeah. So, I mean, nothing against your short folks out there, but yeah. when you get on that podium and you, or when you get next to that other leader someplace and you got to get on your tippy toes to, it just—he does not present himself as a 
as a world leader. He presents himself as a as a rich New York big well, Also, I could tell you guys something. There's only one dude from New York that's becoming president anytime soon. And as you? That dude no, that dude has already <laughs> taken the spot. Oh <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that yeah, dude's yeah, already I mean, on the spot. This not happening again for I don't right? know, another couple hundred years. So good luck with that. <laughs> Yeah, just well, just that, statistically, being from New York, you are not getting in there. I'm just saying, Hillary. And remember were, Hillary. And were, remember Hillary moved to New York. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. She moved to New York. She sandbagged carpet it. Carpetbagger. Yeah, carpetbagged it. You're right. Right. She moved to New York a long time ago. Became a senator. Immediately <laughs> ran for people president. In New York. Gosh. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think it's happening. You know, Trump is already in there. So I don't think yeah. another person from New York is getting in there anytime no, soon, no, other than no, Trump, he, who's already in there. He's not. Bloomberg is. Trump is very, you know, charismatic. Very like, oh, 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 oh. you know, he's in your face. He's like this. Bloomberg's not. He's like, oh, no, okay, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you go. guys uh, aren't helping, and, though. You guys aren't helping. I'm trying to get you guys to help the Democrats. I, they might be watching I, this. I can't think of any because I, I can't. None of none of the Democrats that could be a candidate. You guys could think of something. You just don't enough, want to help. Have them. a big enough set of nuts <laughs> to say what they really think. They okay. always got to drop in line and, and follow the party line. How like about a good the Rock? Party. How about the Rock or something he's like not, that? He's not. He's not. He's not a Democrat anyway. I don't think. I don't know. <laughs> no, not the Rock. You guys can't no. think of anyone. I don't know. Well, I yeah, if um oh what's her name. Uh, I'll think about the, it. The woman Just, from um, Hawaii that was running to try to no, uh, no. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie so, definitely. He's out. Bernie. <laughs> Bernie, it's over for poor Bernie. He, he was. He he should have known better. They're gonna. No, there's no way. Bernie, Bernie already endorsed Biden anyway. So of course they're all gonna step in line yeah. because. For some strange, just in case that um, chick from Hawaii endorsed endorsed Biden, even though the Democratic Party just stomped on her. Hillary stomped she, on her and said she was a Russian plant and all that, and she still endorsed uh, Biden. She just misspoke. That's no big deal. Um, <laughs> they all get in line because if, if for some strange that Biden didn't get elected, they want a spot. Mm-hmm. They want a spot. They want to get on the oh. cabinet. They oh. want to get on the okay. the Department of Water Saving. They're playing the long game. The long game. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Uh, the Republicans do the same thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, they can't stand on their own. They so you guys the just don't want to help out anyone. No. By coming up with any I suggestions. Even, I can't even tell you who would be a good Republican. <laughs> because you know why? Mm-hmm. What's going to happen after Trump can't run anymore? You're gonna get another. You're gonna get Mr. Meek and mild mannered Republican. Okay, well I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And people are gonna go, what the f- over? Yeah. Where where's our ballsy get in your face president again? Ain't there no more. Um. Yeah. Well, that's why we probably need. To be honest with you, I think we need a reset for all these parties. You know. Well, that ain't gonna happen. So it does no. you know, like the aliens and all that stuff. And I think I think Trump is the reset for the Republican Party. Uh, if the Republicans were smart enough to realize it, yeah. yes. Yeah. I think, you know, let's stop getting the uh, old establishment dudes up in there. You know, Trump what only had good? ever one political office in life. President. <laughs> that's it. Women. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, I mean, that's the only political office he's held. You know. Well, that's I mean, fine. Yeah. I uh, mean. Yeah. It's gonna so be tough. what? 
So what? What if? Um, what if Oprah Win- Winfrey ran? Oh God! <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, it, it, it's one thing. It's one thing to be a, a like she is, you know, business person, whatever, in in the mm-hmm. public. But mm-hmm. when you go for president, everything in your whole life will come out. Mm-hmm. Everything. I know. Everybody you kissed. Everybody you didn't kiss. Everybody you wanted to kiss. Oprah, all be out Oprah. there. Yeah. All um, the fat pictures, all the skinny pictures, all the, you know, the crazy stuff on the show, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah I don't so. think Oprah, I don't think Oprah's going to run. No. Um, no. I think that, um, I don't think she really, I don't think she wants any of that. So I, would she uh, win? I don't think she would, I don't think she would have a good chance either. I think they might try to push Michelle Obama out there. to. Oh God, no. To, uh, <laughs> that's another yeah. joke too. <laughs> I'm, but seriously though, I think that that's oh, what God. they're trying to, you know, it, it, like they feel like Hillary can't really do it, but Michelle Obama could be the have, the have wife. Have they sealed all her records president. for her whole life? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like they did Obama's. Yeah, I'm just trying to tell you what people. What you really need to do is come out with new people. You know, now everyone's got dirt or whatever on them, but people don't oh. want to see the same old people out there yeah, uh, doing uh, this stuff so you know we're gonna she's like the lunchroom monitor that's what mm-hmm. she her main job when she was a first mm-hmm. lady she's telling the kids what they shouldn't eat and mm-hmm. then she's going back and having the white house chef make her uh mm-hmm. whatever she wants so you know chocolate yeah. chip oatmeal cookies hell fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so all right let's move on oh, that's my bad one word let's move yeah. on oh yeah you've Dropped lots of bad words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's your one hundred. That's what I'm saying. If you're if you're gonna tell me I can't go see my doctor, Mm -hmm. then guess what? You shouldn't go see your doctor, Walter Reed. Then, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Only fair. We should all have this. We should all have access to the same. Same justice, same um, medical everything. Everyone should get the the health department. Yeah, we're not we're not the same. But when it comes to certain things, like everyone should have the same justice. If if you want to yeah. make if you want to make healthcare a thing, then everyone should get the same healthcare. Yeah. Right. You know. Yep. That's just the way that it should be. Yep. But uh, yep. That's not how yep. it actually works. You no, know, ain't gonna world. happen. You know. Yeah, that's not how it works in the real world. Let me go to this because I think this is an interesting uh, thing, and I shared this for the folks out there. Uh, this is on the truth about guns. It says with a ninety-five percent drop in airline passengers, oh, the yeah. rate of guns found by TFA TSA, excuse me source so with far few people flying because of travel restrictions during the coronavirus pandemic airport security screeners are naturally finding fewer guns in carry-on baggage but the ratio of guns to passengers seeking to board airplanes has jumped sharply um the transportation security administration said monday that it found 58 guns at checkpoints from march 22nd to april 22nd compared with 346 guns over the same stretch last year. So obviously but, less, but less of a ratio of people. So what would you guys guess is the reason for this? Because if you read this article, they go on to talk about the reasons. But let me see um, how good you guys probably are. Probably because the TSA have less to do, so they'll do more looking. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that there's more people carrying right now, and then for some reason they forget to take it out before they go hop on a plane. Yep, that's another one. That's another one. They said that, um, you know, that it's, uh, 
everyone right now with just like we were talking about earlier about people getting more guns so because people are getting more guns not everyone understands how that works you know people have been looking at movies and news all this time all the noob gun people the old gun people know <laughs> that there's all these things but the old gun people who never bought guns before think oh man i see people carrying guns on planes <laughs> You know, you could just do whatever you want with these things. You can go in the store and just buy it and uh, walk out and all that. So they're going to airports with guns and getting busted. People are like, "Wait a second, you can't do this." Yeah, right. You know, I, so I, it 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 would be an interesting fact to find out if how many of those people have how long they have had firearms for, you know, are they new new firearm owners and they just didn't know they couldn't just go take it on the plane? I I don't know. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, before before you go hop on a plane, before I leave the house, you empty out all your pockets and make everything. sure that you have, because you can't even take on a little small little pocket knife. No. Nope. So, mm -hmm. you know, just I, just I'm I'm paranoid as hell. I'm gonna forget something. Yeah. So I also like, don't want them uh, taking anything from me in the airport. No. You no. know, like your pocket knife might be a nice one, and you don't want to give that. I don't want to give no, it up if it's yeah. a bad one. No. You know? So, yeah. Um, I think yeah. that... Uh, I think there's a lot of people out there. The biggest part of this is probably that the TSA, they're just not as busy, so they're bored, and they're checking more people. <laughs> they're actually maybe doing what they're supposed yeah, to be they're doing. Uh, I don't know, instead man. Of, I think we instead of harassing the old ones. ladies in wheelchairs? Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, they don't have... Uh, they can't x-ray enough people and look at their private parts. <laughs> You know, so they're looking for more uh, guns. But I think also there's just a lot of people out there that don't understand you can't fly with these things. I, I guess. Well, I, yeah, you could you can check them, but mm -hmm. you can't uh, can't take them on your yeah. carry on. And you yeah. can't take them on your person. But you know, as long as long as you check them, and that and that's always a fun process to yeah to check. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say to new new gun people, please. There's uh, lots of info out there. There's this thing called the internet, and you can Google stuff. Leave your guns. You can at look home. up laws. There's also apps, you know, stuff that tells Leave you what you could do. Home. But as a rule don't of thumb, there. don't get on. Don't try to get on a plane with a gun. This ain't 1970 now. Come yeah. on. Yeah, we used to be able or to six, do it. Or 1968, or 19 yeah. whatever. They're probably thinking, I remember my dad would just fly with his gun all over the place. What's going on in America? There's going to be a lot of people that are waking up to all the draconian gun laws. Uh, I hope this. so, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It'll be nice. I think there'll be a lot. I think there'll be a lot of guns used guns for sale here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Are we, <laughs> yeah. Are you, are we just, looking out for that? I always use the uh, hurricane generator thing. Yeah. Everybody wants a generator during hurricane season. When after hurricane season. They don't want it in their garage. Yeah, so, true, true. Yeah. So let, that brings me to a question. I'll come back to some new stuff here in a second. Let's ask Ken while he's here. Obviously, other than the guns that you make, you collect guns, right? Sure. Right. So what's on your list of guns you don't have that you're looking to get that maybe if some people are out there buying it up right now, you're thinking, I might get this later on pretty cheap. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would probably make a lot of people mad. If I said I'm not looking for anything right now because I have everything that I want, that I wanted to get. Well, you know, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. And I can't say that. I'll never be able <laughs> no. to say that. There's nothing, there's no gun that you've always, like, what's your grail gun? What's that gun you've always 
wanted to get or have you just gotten that? Well, I've just gotten it. Oh, okay. If I, if I, if I, if I want it, I just go get it. All right. What's um, the most? Give us some of the 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 uh, badass guns that's in your collection, if you don't mind telling us that. What? So I know you got a Mac Ten. I know you got a full, you got a lot of full auto yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, not not a lot. Okay. I, I have I have two. Oh, okay. I only, I only, I only have two, but the huh. the two that the two that I do have are, um, you know, one of them's one of them's nice. It's a it's a Cobra M11.9, um, and a local company here in Arizona um, makes a uh, upper receiver for that uh, for that Mac that Mac Nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lage. It begins with an L, yeah. Lage. Yep. So um, I, I have a Lage upper for it, um, and it basically takes the rate of fire from 1,200 rounds. A minute to 600 rounds a minute which makes you know it's not as fast but you know when you dump a 32 round mag in a second and a half um that's that's fast enough and you know it and it just makes it more manageable and a lot a lot of fun to shoot that i want to say that that's when whenever i go out and do any demos or shoots you know with uh with you know either companies or you know friends that are going out i always bring that and that's always the the big hit just because it it's it's full auto and it it just runs okay um so uh, other other than that really you know i i'm not out shooting anybody else's firearms except for really my own i okay. i have i have ars and but i never take them out anymore uh um, would you consider yourself a bullpup guy by the way this is not this is a toy for anyone any youtube overlords looking would you consider yourself a bullpup guy do you collect bullpups yeah, I have I have several different mm-hmm. manufacturers uh, bullpups. You know, older mm-hmm. ones, newer ones. Um, I I like to you know collect them, look at them, you know, see what everybody else is, has done, um, so that I can do something different. You know, kind of a kind of a thing. Um, so and I've got some really strange, weird, off the wall. Um, you know, bullpups that, you know, people say, well, why do you have that? That thing is ugly. Yep. It is ugly, but you know what? It's, it's cool because it is ugly. And, you know, it, it was, uh, in its day was, you know, you know, state of the art and prime. And, but now people look at them and say, oh, those things are ugly, but I, I like them. I, I like the, 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 how they're different because not, one bullpup is really the same to another. They're it's they're their own unique beast in and of itself. Yeah. So give us some examples of some bullpups. Like uh, I'm trying to get my hands on an arm pistol. I have a buddy that's Still, supposed to be helping. I, 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 I sent you some information before on that uh, that arm pistol. I know uh, someone I know is supposed to be helping me uh, get an arm pistol, but uh, I don't know. It might be the person popping up next to you in this chat right now. Yeah. Oh. That guy with the guilty look on his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I am but still again, trying to get an arm pistol. You have, you, you, I, again, you, the, again, mm-hmm. those are, you know, those are ugly. And when I first mm-hmm. got it, you know, everybody that saw it is, oh, what do you have that for? That thing oh, arm is pistols ugly. Are cool. How, yeah. they're, they are. They're, they're cool. Yeah. They, yeah. they have their own unique design. And, you know, and I even have a, uh, a Bushmaster rifle that... 
um, was built in that same time period. And if you look at the receiver on that arm pistol, it's the same mm-hmm. as their rifle. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, you know, it's got a, the charging handles up on the very top of the receiver and everything mm-hmm. is, it's, it's basically an arm pistol in a rifle configuration. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I just like kind of collecting that. So that, at one point that arm pistol was kind of like a halo gun for them, I guess. Kind of yeah, like, you uh, know, they, they were made for the, the air force and people jumping out of, uh, you know, helicopters and planes and, you know, it's, Something the concept and, was, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah, military never really, never really used. I, I was gonna say they, they, they aren't. You know, if I had to defend myself with that, I don't know that I would probably <laughs> try. You might not survive so, that. <laughs> I may be able to throw it at them, but you know, because they're it's just uh, up close, up close. You're pretty good. <laughs> you're good to go. They're really but weird. It, yeah, I mean, you've seen Walter. Walter and I have done a video. Walter has one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why Walter is trying to like not make sure uh, I don't get one. Yeah, you know. I <laughs> So I'm just teasing you. I'm just teasing I know. you. Yeah. They're they're hard I, to they're hard to come by. They're hard to find. Yeah. Uh, I know somebody has got one that wants to do a deal, but I'm I, you know you, you like to can you like to be the middleman? Yes, and not in fun. a weird sexual way. Do you like I, to be the Do you like to be the middleman on gun deals? I don't. No, and I I, I, I personally don't either because he asked me what's he got, and then he asked he wants it. Yeah, I'm, and like, I'm like, what does he want? You, you two need to get together and 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 talk yourselves, not yeah. right. Yep, I always just pass it off. I said, hey, here's somebody that wants that. You guys two but work this, it out. I don't want to be in the middle. He's up there, and this guy is. He pops in every once in a while. Yeah. The other guy's got it, and it's like, and then Hank's like, "Well, why don't you give him something? Why don't you get it from him with something you've got, and then I'll get it from you." Walter's it's not like, giving well, up I, anything. If I get it from something that I've got, then guess where it's going? He's it's going, it's right. going in my safe. <laughs> so, uh, um, and see, I don't have any problem having three or four of those. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. The, the arm. One thing about the arm pistols and those Bushman. I have a Bushmaster rifle too. Mm-hmm. Um, the assault rifle, as it's called. Right. Um, those arm pistols, they they made them from just parts they had laying around, I think, and they're all different. There every there's three or four different models of that of that Bushmaster yes. arm pistol with little variations and the cocking handle in different places. And yep, it's one of those you could collect three or four or five of them. They'd all be different. Yep, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, it's like sten it's like sten guns. If you know mm-hmm. anything about sten guns, yep. every sten gun is different because all the parts are made in all these different little shops. Mm-hmm. So no two are hardly the same. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so my my other, so talking about the the Sten. So I have a Stemple, which is very similar to the Sten, uh, but it's a uh, it's forty five. But you know, it's one of those you know older grease guns. You know, like the like the Sten. Um, they're that's fun to shoot too. Yeah. yeah. By the way, while you guys are talking about this, I'm gonna throw in. Uh, this is from my Instagram. Here's here's a bullpup I found recently. Right. This is the uh, what is this uh, model ten series B from High Standard. Yep, I have one. Oh, you got one of those. What do you think yeah. about these? I haven't even shot this thing yet. By oh, the, my, my least favorite would, words when, when you know, I, Ken's got one already. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but my, mine has the built-in. So they had different models too. Mine has the the built-in light on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're. 
they're not really any fun to shoot. I mean, they're, they're cool to have and it's, you know, it's a piece of history, but you right. know, if I was going to shoot a shotgun, I, I wouldn't shoot that. That's yeah, not your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What were yeah. you saying, Walt? No, I mean, okay, show, so. show a picture of it, Hank, if it's a, since you did. have a picture of it. So people did he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, no, you gotta have, if, if you're making bullpups, you need to have an example of every kind of bullpup there is. I yeah, mean, you know. Yeah, if you're so into, if you're, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense. Here, look, I'll show it you again. Can what, you can see what other people did and things like that. You know? Yeah. It's for the library. That's what I say. It's for no, I think they're it's cool. I think bullpups are cool to, you know, uh, to collect. Is your six covered is here? He says, did someone say bullpup? Um, <laughs> you know, and I also see Gun Doctor TV out there. So what other cool bullpups are there? We should. Oh, actually, no, before I go on to that, what do you think about the high standard? What do you think about that, Ken? Do you shoot it? Well, I don't. Uh, no. No. Okay. I haven't shot mine either. <laughs> it, I heard it's very picky on ammo. I think you you, you can only do high brass on that one. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Oh okay, okay. Uh, let's see what other bullpups out there. I'm trying to I, I'm trying to get this from you while we're while we're here. What are the? You guys sound like you don't want to tell me about the bullpups that Wait. I need to do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it would be it would be easier if I could just go open up the safe and pull out the oh, safe I know, and just I know. show them all to you, like like we did in that one episode. Yeah. Uh, let me, okay, let me, let me throw the hard one on you, Famas. Oh, the Famas. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they're. Do you have one? No, because okay, okay. you can't uh, can't have one of those. <laughs> so if, you, if you do, if you do, then it's it's very rare. There, you know, there's only a handful of them, I believe. Here. Yeah, they didn't bring in very many semi-autos yeah. before that right. all stopped. Yeah, right. So, but you know, the the Famas is, you know, it's it's a piece of piece of history. I I have talked to uh, some guys um, that you know carried that as a. Uh, as a duty weapon when they were, you know, over, over the pond, um, Mm -hmm. in England, you know, in, in, in the military over there. Yeah. That's in France. Mm. Uh, We were, we were in, uh, in France during the Normandy thing this past June for the 75th and the police guy was, they were still carrying the police guys did. Yeah. So I'm throwing up some pictures. I'm throwing up some pictures of that. So, um, is there a kit? No one in America ever made a kit for these. Uh, what's the, what's the deal with that? Or it was just like not for, for the for, for the FAMAS, like where you can. No, it wouldn't be valuable nothing... anyway, right? No one would want a kit for that as a collector thing, right? No, no. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, what what are you what are you gonna start with? I don't know. As let's say you got to start with yeah. something that's gonna. So how about well, and I guess you can't. It's still on the patent, so you can't just make an American no. version of it. No, you could make an American version yeah. of FAMAS. Sure. Oh, you There's could. No pat- that, that gun, that's an old gun. That's from the 70s. Oh, okay. So how come no one's gone for that? Because it's French. Oh. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. the first thing people do when you mention a gun person, the first thing you do when you mention France is they go, oh, they threw it up in the air and they surrendered. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is not okay, always but the we case. Got we got French guns. We got French guns. Oh, I, I, I don't have any problem with French guns. Yeah. I like all guns. Yeah. So um, um, we've got other. What's. Uh, give me an example of some French guns. Um, uh, Isn't FN? F- F- no. no, FN's not French, no, right? No, no that's, that's the, Fr- the French actually didn't use the FN. Oh, okay. That's one of the ones that didn't use the FN FAL, I don't think. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. They had their 
4956, which is the Moss 4956. And then they had the 49, then they had the 4956. And then they went from that to the to the FAMAS, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if there's anything in between. And now the French, I think, have went, God forbid, they went HK, I think, if I'm not mistaken. So mm -hmm. they went to the dark side. Mm -hmm. um, um, if, I, if I remember from the stuff I've seen about contracts. Yeah. So, uh, Ken, other than the, you know, obviously you've been making the M17S series, right? You've done uh, yep. 556, 308, which I have a 308. Um, I think you you have a 300 black, right? You do, I do, do yeah. Okay. Um, it's, you know, it's been kind of in the prototype work stage for a really long time. I thought mm -hmm. I had all the work bugs out of it, started up production, <laughs> did a sample run, started doing some test firing with the production parts and somehow somewhere somehow something got um i don't want to say changed but it wasn't acting like my prototype and my so i made a prototype i then made two more prototypes and did all the testing with that and then started you know production and then something happened one of the things that i did find that's very interesting with a 300 blackout is ammo. Ammo is a is a bad thing with 300 blackout. Is it is it very ammo specific? So um, I have found and uncovered some things that I was hoping that I would not ever uncover <laughs> in <laughs> ammo manufacturers. <laughs> okay. And and that is that is inconsistencies. Oh um, no! Yeah, of course, it, 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 it's 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 ridiculous. Um, I believe let it. Let me let let me just go grab something really quick uh, okay. um, off my, off my bench so that I can kind of explain. As long as uh, as long I'm as it's not a gun, about. it's all good. It's not a it's not a gun. Okay, <laughs> all right. Welcome to my world with fifty cal. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there's definitely uh, there's uh, all kinds of differences in ammo. So yeah. yeah. What's the most uh, What's the most common fifty cal um, cartridge? Yeah, what's the most common round that, that everyone buys? Uh, uh, I would probably say American Eagle. American Lake Eagle. City yeah, stuff. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah American and, Eagle. And I've been using that for test firing lately, and I've and I hadn't had any problems with it. But a lot of people will get a, a ammo from a company, and it says LC on the. They're using military brass that's been re reloaded, but they tell me it's. It's Lake City. It's like, well, no, it's not Lake City if you got in a, ba a box from this company. That mm -hmm. means they reloaded it. Mm -hmm. So, yep. yeah, yeah, that's sure. what the brass was before. Okay, so. Okay, so so I went out and purchased a gauge, mm -hmm. okay, a case gauge, so that I can then look inside and see where it's actually wasn't loaded correctly. Mm -hmm. um, it also has, I don't know if you can see, but there's a little groove on top of this gauge. Mm-hmm. And, and that will give you your go, no-go as far as if it was loaded correctly. Okay. Case height. Case height. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if I throw that one in there, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's flush. Yeah, tip it towards okay. the camera so we can see it, I guess. Tip it towards. You might have to back up a little bit. Yeah, you're probably too close. Okay, then, yeah, now tip it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So mm -hmm. if, it's, if it's flush in there. Um, if, this one's actually tight. Normally they'll they'll drop right out, but if I have one that looks like this, oh dear, <laughs> okay, and this is all factory loaded ammo, 
Okay. So that will get you what? That'll get you like an out of battery or something? That'll get you a stuck case. Stuck, stuck case. case. Okay. Okay. And it and then it won't cycle. And then it's the problem. Okay, so whose problem is that? Okay, Yours. so it's <laughs> when, my problem. When, yeah. Exactly. When they call it, on the phone, it's it's your gun. Yep. Okay. So this manufacturer Arms Corps. Mm-hmm. Okay. Philippines. So, Philippines. so, you know, and you know, I'm looking at it like, okay, people are going to buy the cheapest ammo they can and yep. shoot the cheapest stuff because, you know, 300 blackout is not cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they're, they're wanting to go through and shoot the, the cheapest stuff out there. So that's what I was. And so, so this one here is it's still high. It's not as high as, mm-hmm. um, as the other, but it's still, it it's still a sticks little proud. Up. Okay. Yep. Okay. And, this is made by a company uh, called Gorilla. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's so, and I've got a, I've got a handful of them in here that, um, and it's I'll go through a box of twenty and I'll find two or three that are too high. But not everybody's going to go through all of their ammo and run it through a gauge. Uh, I mean, this gauge. So you're saying gauge, in the same box you're finding different in uh, the specs. Same Exactly in the wow. in the same box, hmm. so they're so they can load up their full magazine out of the one box, and boom! All of a sudden, they have a misfire because it didn't chamber all the way, and then they got a stuck case, and so so that's kind of where that that kind of stopped me right off the bat. Is this why? Um, is this why there's not too many companies that are making bullpups? in 300 blackout now i think that tavor came out with one right i haven't shot it i know i think they were i'm not even sure if it's actually out i know anyone that was going to do 300 blackout in a bullpup i've never i don't think i've actually seen well i think tavor was working on one iwi they they were they were i don't know if they ever released it or or what they did Hmm. um and you know the and the way to get around it and i can get around it Mm -hmm. and just just make the chamber a lot bigger Looser, yeah. so that it's so that it chambers everything but then you're gonna have um you know inconsistency with accuracy and this and that and mm-hmm. um the the other thing that i also found too not only were they not loaded correctly but there's this wide range of powder that manufacturers <laughs> are using okay mm-hmm. so so i'm getting you know, some that are have a fast burning powder, so it's it's cycling faster. Mm-hmm. I'm getting some that have a slow burning powder, and it's not cycling all the way. You know, and so it, it's it's just it's it's all over the place. And I've just been dumbfounded how different um, this 300 blackout is as far as everybody that's low in ammo, and how it's just, it's it's caused me havoc. And I've I've got a bunch of money tied up into components and parts because i've got enough to make 100 rifles i've got 100 barrels and um and other parts that are specific to that 300 blackout and they've been sitting now for a year and a half two years wow Um, okay so you don't have so you don't currently have a solution um so so i so i do um i've gone through and figured out um what i what I need to do in order to get it to cycle. Now there will always be that case where the ammo is not loaded correctly and Mm -hmm. you get that, um, that stuck case. Um, but 
once that happens, you know, I have, I'll have to tell people, sorry, it's, you know, it's the ammo that you're using and it is, it is what it is. But as far as getting it to cycle and whatnot, I've been able to, to work out those bugs. Um, one, because I have an adjustable gas block and it can be tuned to, to different ammo and. Yeah. Wow. But, okay. Go ahead. Well, well, when brass is that far out of spec, I mean, it's almost, you have to, I know some companies have a list of, of, of ammo to use, yeah. uh, you know, use this, use that. Do you find that the, the big box like Winchester and Remington are more consistent or is it the off brands that are really out of the, out of the, it, it's, I have found, um, loaded rounds in everybody's box that doesn't meet the spec with the gauge. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, you know, and if they were to just bump that shoulder back a little bit more, it's really all that it needs. Um, and it would be fine. It's, it's the problem when they don't have their die set to the right, um, to the right height or they're using, you know, weird brass. I can tell you that, um, so my older brother, I got my older brother into reloading and he's been taking a lot of, um, you know, two, two, three, five, five, six cases and cutting them and then sizing them and, you know, doing all that. He found one head stamp and I can't tell you which head stamp it was. Um, cause I, I can't remember, but he ended up having 200 rounds that he had already done everything to except for trim to size. And he's got one of these fancy, um, trimmers that, you know, you just stick the case in and it trims it and you, you know, it, it deburs it, trims it, does everything. And he cannot get it to go into the machine in order to do it. And he's resized them and everything. And there's, there, it just won't work. Well, the, what I told him to do was, okay, well, let's start measuring the, the case thickness. And sure enough, the brass, the brass was five thousands too thick. And once, once it was a little heavy, then it wasn't able to size it right. Mm. And so a lot of these people that aren't using brand new brass and are using some brass that, you know, is already, you know, once fired brass, boom, there you go. You'll have problems. Yeah. Okay. Resize GI brass. And okay. So reloading. Everything, everything in between. Yeah. So reloading is not a good option for this either or. Oh no! I would I would reload I would reload, reload everything exclusively. with the three hundred blackout. Okay, yep, so because, it's better well, for a reloader then. Then you can check. It, you could check. It sure. sounds like you have to check each case to make sure it's it's the right length mm-hmm. after you resize them and all that. So yeah, yeah it's it's tedious. Right. Was tedious. was yeah. was there any company that you found that was more consistent than the others or? Um. So. The. Seller, seller, and Bellet. Okay, check. Um, there's, mm-hmm. there's what there's slides in and out, in and out. I mean, it, uh-huh. it, no, no problem at all. Hmm. None, none at all with them. Um, the federal was kind of hit and miss. Um, hmm. It, I would get some that would and some that wouldn't, and but you know, other other than that, um, the, the. The Fiocchi sometimes I would get one. Like I say, every single manufacturer that that I have um, that I've looked at, um, I've always found at least one at some point in some time that didn't meet the gauge. Okay, 
What's the demand for the 300 Blackout? Is it that big of a demand for it? No. And see, when I was first, after I finished the uh, the 556, five, I got this fly over here. I'm, I'm going to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, I need one of those bug. I need one of those bug assault guns yeah. to shoot it. Yeah, here you go. Um, I'll just give you mine right it, through the camera. Okay, yeah. there, there yeah. you go. <laughs> um, so when I was when I was developing, or so after I was in production on the five five six model, um, I actually, you know, the obvious transition was to go to three hundred blackout because it wasn't going to be, you know, much to much to do. Well, I actually had a prototype built of the 300 blackout and I said, you know what, I'm going to abandon this project for now and I'm going to stop everything and work on the 308 because I was having way more people ask about 308 than 300 blackout and you know, I should have started with 308 from the very beginning. I never even should have developed the 556. I should have just went to straight to 308. 308's and- the awesome one. And, and I, sell, with I, I sell way more 308s than I do of really any other model, mm. uh, you know, the 556. And I ver- I can't even tell you the last time that I had somebody really ask about 300 Blackout. Yeah. So I know we're, we're kind of running out of time here. What about 6.5 Creedmoor, man? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the look so, on his face right now? Yeah, like, I, I can God. tell it's like, yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I had, yeah, so I, I had said at, at one point that I was gonna, you know, dabble in the six five creed more. Um, I don't know that I'm going to. Um, from what I've seen from other manufacturers with the auto loading of a 6.5 Creedmoor is there's issues. There's issues with feeding. There's issues with reliability. Um, you know, that that round was really developed for a bolt gun. Oh, okay. So, okay. so you know, is there really going to be a demand for it? I I doubt yeah, that there it's will probably be a more of a bolt yeah probably more of a bolt gun thing it, okay it it is it, it, it and and I do still get people that that ask me about the six five Creedmoor and at at some point I may if I get bored doing it but I you know I have I have other things up in my head that I want to <laughs> build and do that you know aren't aren't necessarily. Um, you so know, punishing? Uh, yeah, correct. <laughs> Good point, Walter. Good point. People always bug me to do a 338 Lapua upper. Yeah. Uh, and I bought barrels. I've got barrels sitting on the rack, and it's just like, what am I doing? I'm going to sell five or six of these things, maybe every once in a while. And the rest of the time, I'm going to have all these parts sitting. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Test firing ammo is expensive. Um, yes. I, I would almost have to reload it sometimes, probably. Yeah, um, you do, and I and I, I reload my 338 Lapua, um, just because it's so expensive, um, and it, but it's fun to shoot. It's an awesome yeah. cartridge. It's an awesome cartridge. It's fun to shoot. You know, we can stick that thing up, you know, six seven hundred yards away, and you can tack anything and everything that you right. want. Um, but it's it's expensive to shoot, and you know. It, and uh, so I, now I'm just I'm just selling the barrels on eBay. <laughs> right. Understood. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Understood. Okay, listen. Uh, obviously, the conversation here went, uh, you know, went by really fast because we're we're having fun. But we're at nine o'clock, so we probably need to wrap it up here. Um, let me start with Walter. The folks out there, Walter, that want to uh, support what you're doing, yep. where, where should um, they go? Facebook, Let those guys know. 
Check it out on Facebook, Instagram, safetyartoffirearms.com, stenparts.com, all reliable Sten parts. Yeah. Um, for racing for your mini bike. Oh, yeah, tapes. for the go-kart, the mini bike stuff, anything with an engine, you know, we're playing with that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, just you can check them all these places, same, all those places. Yeah. All right, very cool. Hey, Go hey, ahead, Ken. Hey, Walter. Yeah. Walter, yes, really quick. Do you do a, uh, if if a person were to say that they had a parts kit for a Sten, do you do a semi-auto conversion for those? Yeah. No. Um, and the reason I don't do any semi-auto stuff is, first thing, there's so many different little, I don't have any parts myself for semis, but there's the, the parts that are out there for semis all vary from company to company. So if I was going to do a semi-auto stand, I'd probably do it from scratch. Right. And that, that thought has went through my mind a few times um, just to build a semi-auto stand gun or pistol sure. with a brace. Um, and I just haven't acted on it yet. Yeah. So. Right. You need to hurry up and act on that, Walter. <laughs> Put down hey, the probably... mini bike. <laughs> Drop that mini. No, more, I'm just more gun stuff. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, just exactly what you need. Exactly more what you gun need. Stuff. <laughs> Ken, uh, how can the folks out there reach you? How can they buy the uh, M17S if they're interested in that? You can go direct to the website www.kmarms.com. Um, unlike uh, Walter, um, I do take a, a deposit. It's a hundred dollar deposit, and that's just to have you have some skin in the game, just so that you know you can get on the list and you know it's it's ready for you. Um, I've had you know too many people. Hey, I want it. Put me on the list, especially when I was very first starting up, and then you know fifty percent of those people you know bow out and you know. So yep. if if you if you want one, you put down a small deposit, and then when it's ready, I let you know, and everything's uh, good to go. Um, you can also find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I'm scrolling through your Instagram right now for the folks out there who are interested. It's KM Arms, KM underscore Arms. That's where you guys need to go. You should definitely follow Ken on there. He's posting some good stuff. Um, for, for my part, I want to uh, thank Franklin Armory for sponsoring the podcast here. Of course, I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com. Get up on the email list. We're giving away stuff. We've got all the various links you need through there. Um, Lola said if you're going to do the Sportsman's Guide thing and you're going to get the 20 bucks off and all that kind of stuff, go through one of the links that we have. Let me drop the end on, on this for everyone. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumbs up, and ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We're going to rip out the audio from this and throw it up on iTunes and other places where you can get your audio fix on, audio podcast fix on. I want to thank everyone out there. We've got lots of people, tons of people. Richard Monder from England is hanging out with us. We have lots of other people coming through. Thanks to everyone for hanging out there. Any final words from you guys before I push the button over here? No, thanks for uh, having us on. Yeah, it's yeah. been a fun show, man. We got to get you back on here more often. It really sucks that we can't show, like you know, we can't show guns and stuff like that because, you know, I mean, because it I just know. sucks. Basically, <laughs> it's the worst part of every day. Walter is always itching <laughs> to start pulling guns out of the safe. Yeah, you know, I always like to take a look. I'm at reaching. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always like to take a look at your collection, but you know, if you follow these guys, follow Walter on social media, follow Ken from K and M, K and M Arms. K, it's usually K M Arms everywhere, right? Yeah. Follow them, and you will you will get to see a lot of cool stuff that they have, and you can question them, ask them stuff as well. All right, I'm gonna hit the button.
Anyone has any final, final, final thoughts? No, we're out of here. Peace. Hey.